Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Cool. All of that here. Cool. 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 of the Talk to Q radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And tonight we are discussing a very basic question, but I'm pretty sure it's happening to a lot of people out there. Do you throw away a good relationship over bad sex? Well, that's what we're discussing tonight here on T2Q. But before I get into all of that and dive into these 10 questions that I have on the topic, let me first start off by doing a little show maintenance and explaining how this show works. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit 1 on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. 
please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. All right, T2Q show number 536. We'll start right after these words from crystalhickerson.com and medievalwp.com. The novels of Crystal Hickerson, the magician, the metaphysical action drama about the fight between good and evil which holds the fate of man in the balance. Street Corners, a tragic romantic crime saga of a man who has the hearts of two very different women in his hands. The choice he makes will hurt them both. Wanted, a ghostly story about a woman caught between the planes of life and death. It is left up to the reader to decide which reality is real. The Volunteer, the struggle of a man with his career and his life teetering on thin ice. Can love truly conquer all? And if you think this is the end for Crystal, you would be wrong. For as you listen to this, a new dynamic tale is on the way. Go to crystalhickerson.com to purchase all of her novels. Follow her on social media and listen to her on the radio at thecrystalshow.com. Enter the amazing world at crystalhickerson.com. Would you like a faster WordPress, a managed WordPress, and most importantly, a secure WordPress? You need MedievalWP.com. With just a few clicks, you can easily transfer or begin hosting your WordPress site with MedievalWP.com. A cloud-based solution, MedievalWP.com can load your pages faster, install needed updates, and provide a level of security to make your website a virtual fortress. Want to be treated like online royalty? Sign up today at MedievalWP.com. My thanks to crystalhickerson.com, medievalwp.com, and later in the show, we will hear a song from Peter Unger. So that's at, towards the end of the show. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. Do you throw away a good relationship over bad sex? They're perfect for you, but only outside of the bedroom. What to do, what to do. Now, this is a tough question for quite a few people out there. You know, he or she is good to you in every way, but they just can't satisfy you in the bedroom. No matter what you try, it always seems to leave you unfulfilled. Maybe they lack the experience. Maybe they're just not physically capable. Do you dump them and take a chance on finding a new boo who could screw? Or is it some way, um, or is the way someone treats you more important than the physical anyway. That's what we're getting into tonight on T2Q. To the phone lines I go. I was like, to the back cave, Robert. To the phone lines. To the 248 area code. The Motor City of Detroit. To welcome on the author, the show hostess, the show legend, Crystal Hickerson. What's up, Crystal? Thank you. How are you? I am outstanding. And how are you doing, ma'am? Pretty good. Very good. So glad to have you on this evening. Mm -hmm. To the 850 area code, 
the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, to welcome on the man in black, the Buckster. Buck, what's happening, man? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? How you doing, Crystal? Doing well, man. I can see you walking in the ring. That's just some old Mid-South music right there. I just see you walking yeah, in the yeah. ring. All right. <laughs> we'll go ahead and get to it. Um, Crystal, simple enough question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in the order of importance, I want you to rank these things. Um, it's five things, so you have to have a good memory. In the order of importance, when it comes to a relationship, loyalty, transparency, Respect, stability, and sex. Loyalty, transparency, respect, stability, and sex. Okay. Or if you want, you can just pick one to say, like, which one you would rank first and which one you would rank last, if that's easier. Stability. Is first? Um, Loyalty. Uh, What's the other... You have transparency, uh, respect, and sex. Uh, <laughs> uh, respect, sex, and transparency. Okay. And now, let's see, on Twitter, Ariel says respect, transparency, loyalty, Stability and sex. Morgan says stability, loyalty, respect, transparency, and sex. What was your last one, Crystal? Transparency. And was respect your first one? No, stability. Stability and loyalty. Your first one, sorry. Okay. Yeah. All right, Buck. Mm-hmm. What about you, man? Out of the five, rank them from one to five, or you can just pick the first one and the last one. Stability, loyalty, respect, transparency, sex, in the order of importance. Loyalty would be first. Um, um, sex would be fourth on there. Transparency would be fifth. Um, what were the other two? Uh, you said lo- loyalty, respect. Stability, transparency, and sex? Well, for me, um, stability and respect would probably be, you know, they'd probably, they'd, to me, they'd be hand in hand. So I would say a tie for second. And then, you know, like I said, sex and the other one would be last. So. Okay. All right. And um, for me, I think respect would be first. And. I think transparency would be last. I would have sex as next to last um, as far as my list. But so, Buck, of the five things you listed, why did you choose the one you did for first and the one you did for last? What made you choose those, the first one and the last one? Well, loyalty is very important to me. And um, you got to be loyal to me because I'm going to be loyal to, you know, the person I'm with. So loyalty is very important. Um, and you know, in order to be loyal to each other, you got to be, you got to communicate. Uh, that's the most important. You know, communication is key. You know, I always say that. And mm-hmm. you know, you got to be loyal to the person that you're with because you're not, then it's not going to last very long. So, 
you know, but in order to be loyal, you've got to be communicated. Transparency, I think that's why I picked last. Um, you know, if you get the first four white, you know, transparency, you know, it's kind of like hand in hand, you know, in my opinion. So, you know, the first four are important, you know, so it, it should work, you know, fairly easy for as far as transparency picking that line. Okay. All right. And um, now a lot of relationships, Crystal, well, I'm sorry, let me ask you the same question. Why did you pick the one you did first and the one you did last? Well, stability is the most important thing for me. Um, And then loyalty, I guess. And lastly, transparency is last because no one is really transparent, really. Um, Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't want to be asked to be transparent with someone. Um, I don't think that's actually plausible, real relationship or any type of, as a human being, we're not that transparent. So, And I don't think we should be, really. Um, Because to me, that's like a level of privacy, uh, you know. So... Um, but yeah, stability is the most important thing for me. I mean, you know, if we're going to do this, then we're going to do it. And I have to feel secure. So, um, so that's why that's important. That's why it's first, it's first beyond the others. Okay. I guess respect is important for me because like everything else kind of falls in line behind that. I mean, if someone respects you, even if they decide that they one day don't want to be loyal to you, they may respect you enough to, you know, tell you and leave rather than yeah, string you along. Um, I have transparency as last because, um, you know, I had lo- loyalty second. And I have transparency as last because if you're loyal, then I really don't need to see what you're doing if I can, if I can know that you're loyal or feel that you're loyal. I don't really need to see what you're doing. Um but, Crystal, a lot of relationships start hot and heavy with sex, and then the intimacy usually fades. Can a couple get um, sexually out of sync, so to speak? So, in other words, can a relationship, can a sex go bad because you kind of just get out of sync because, you know, you're not as intimate as you once were? Uh, <clears throat> I think the... The only time that um, it's allowed, I guess, for sex to get out of sync is when your lifestyles kind of get out of sync. And the longer you stay with someone, the, you know, the more you grow, the more you change. And um, your work patterns may change. Um, the things you want in life may change. Uh, you may have children. That changes your lifestyle. So it changes the intimacy, you know, or at least the... Um, not so much that you don't want to be intimate, it's just that you don't have time because, you know, you're busy taking care of your children or your work or whatever. So I think you have, you know, relationships as far as intimacy, it's it's in waves. Uh, you know, it comes and goes, it, you know, mm-hmm. in, a, in a real true relationship. But the foundation, if there's a foundation there of love, uh, friendship and respect um, for each other, and goal, which includes each other, and that's what makes it last. Make it last, like Keith Sweat. 
<laughs> and so, Buck, what do you think, man? A lot of relationships start off hot and heavy with sex, and then over time, intimacy can fade. You know, so you've heard people say about talk about how um, people get sexually out of sync. You know, the intimacy is so few and far between that you just, you know, kind of get out of sync of it. You can get out of sync if you don't communicate. I mean, you got to be when sex is something you have to critique from time to time because every everybody's different, you know. So you get in a relationship, you can't base the sex you have with that person with some, you know, that you have with somebody else, you know, a feeling that you have. You have to, you know, every single person is different. So, you know, it has to be critiqued, and a lot of people don't do that. I mean, it's good, it's all right, you know, if you know screwing is cool in the words of Eminem. But at the same right. time, you know, <laughs> the bottom line of it is, it's only cool if you, you know, if you're doing it right. I mean, because, you know, you got to ask, you got to open your damn mouth because, you know, people ask what, you know, they may ask you questions and you feel kind of reluctant to answer. And if you're reluctant to answer, then, you know, that, you know, the sex that you've been having may fall by the wayside because you're not willing to do certain things and you need to find out what that person likes. So the sex can get even better instead of getting worse. So, like I said, I mean, you've got to communicate so that way the sex stays, you know, if that's something that's important to you, which it should be, it should stay, you know, it should stay top shelf. Okay. All right, well, let me go to the 910 area code and go see the doctor. He's not a real doctor. He just plays one on the radio. My man holding it down right now in Texas, Dr. Bobby Willis. What's going on, Doc? Hey, what's going on, Q, uh, Crystal, Buck, and whoever else is on right now? All right, just those three at the moment. And good to have you on. Dr. Willis, shouldn't two people being in love be enough to make the sex good? Uh no, not not necessarily. Um I think I think being in love will keep both partners in check as far as like uh acting out on not being satisfied any, any longer. And what I mean by that is if both both people are equally in love and they're truly in love, then if the sex is not bad, then it it it's very unlikely that they'll step outside of that marriage or that relationship to go mm-hmm. fulfill those um, those carnal needs. So I don't I don't think it um that they have to be in love to uh uh or that should be enough to to have gratifying sex, but it should be enough to keep them from going outside to satisfy those that uh that, that urge that they have. Now I think that as long as they're truly in love, uh, and the sex get bad, I think that uh uh just just tweaking what they do can uh, make all the difference. You know, instead of, you know, having sex in the bedroom, missionary style every single night, you know, go go get a hotel room. You know, do something different. Get outside, you know, go date, you know, uh, lead up to intimacy, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, do something that will, you know, spice up not only the sex life but the relationship itself. So I think I think sometimes we get so caught up into everyday life and work and, you know, become a mundane routine that we, we, we forget each other in the relationship. And we stopped doing the things that we did to get each other in the first place. 
So yep. we go back to that. I think that that would spice up the relationship, and that would and eventually, you know, uh, turn up the sex life also. Okay. All right. I have a caller holding. Press 1 whenever you're ready to join into the discussion. And, Buck, what do you think, man? Shouldn't two people being in love be enough to make the sex good? Well, you know, jumping off what I just said, I mean, it, it may be good enough, but you still have to critique it. I mean, because I mean, the more you with that person, there's going to be there's going to be desires the other person wants, and you know, or needs the other person have that you need to conquer, and you're not going to know how to conquer those if you don't ask. So I mean, love is one thing, but you know, I, I think as we, you know, everything evolves, relationships evolve, and in order for them to evolve and grow, then you need to simply communicate and ask questions. So therefore. You know, like Bobby Willis said, you know, do it in different places. I mean, use your house as a playground or go somewhere else. I mean, do it somewhere that you don't necessarily, you know, somewhere where you might get caught, but you don't get caught. And, you know, that keeps. We can do it in the parking lot. I'm sorry, go ahead. You can do it anywhere you want to. (laughs) But all I'm saying is, bottom line of it is, it keeps it fresh. It keeps it new. It keeps that feeling fresh. And, you know, it. It helps y'all grow, you know, together as one, you know. So, I'm I'm all for, you know, you know, it to grow. So communicate. So therefore, you can ask questions and make sure that, you know, you're pleasing that one. It's more than just love, you know. There's there's more to it. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, let me go to the four zero eight area code. This show legend hasn't been in in a while. To the Bay Area, California. Let me welcome on Miss Mary LaBelle to the show. Miss Dirty hey, everybody. Herself. What's going on? How are you? I am good. I have not fallen off the face of the planet, as earlier reported. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I am here and glad to be right. here. I know you're always around, Mary. <laughs> and At least so, in your dreams. I'm just kidding. I know, right? <laughs> if nothing else. And, so let me ask your opinion, and then I'll go to the next question for Crystal. But um, shouldn't two people being in love be enough to make sex good? I think that having an emotional attachment to somebody automatically um, can heighten the experience. But I don't think it necessarily means just because you have an emotional attachment to somebody that sex is just going to be natural and that you don't need to communicate in order to make things better. Um, I think that, and it's easier to communicate when you have an emotional attachment, right? If there's somebody that you care about and that you know cares about you and trusts you and you trust them, you're going to, you know, you're going to, like, expose your dirty side. You're going to tell them mm-hmm. exactly what you need and what you want, and that person will do, th- hopefully, the same thing. So I think that it definitely can help facilitate having better sex rather than if you were just having, like, a casual encounter or friends with benefit right. kind of thing. So, But I don't think just because you love somebody that sex is like clockwork. I, I don't buy that at all. I think that... You know, especially when you're dating, you kind of keep your freak on, you know, your freak meter a little low because you're trying to impress them. You don't want to scare them off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you might not show up on your first date with your, you know, your wits and chains. <laughs> so right, right. I think that there definitely 
but when you get a relationship and you get the warm and fuzzies and you get past all that and you get something deeper, I think that you do have a better chance of having fabulous sex than it, with somebody that you don't have that connection with. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, people, and we've discussed this on the show before, don't fly your freak flag too high too soon. All right? <laughs> So leave the car battery, battery, jumper cables, and corduroy anal beads, you know, in the closet for a few months, okay? <laughs> um, what date do you bring that out? That should be the next question. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Corduroy anal beads. I don't know. Um, Crystal, so here's the $21.38 question. Would you abandon what appears to be a perfect relationship because of bad sex. Uh, well, it's not that perfect if it's bad sex, number one. So. Well, I mean, perfect in every other aspect, I guess I should say. Again, it's not that perfect if it's bad sex. Um, now, first of all, hello, Mary. <laughs> Hi, honey, I missed you. I know. Anyway, um, the I, I agree with Mary regarding heightened experience. You know, when you're in love with someone, it definitely does heighten the experience. Uh, it feels it, the depth of the feeling is, is amazing, and um, so, and I could just speak from my experience regarding you know swinging from chandeliers and you know the cat outfits and whips and all that. I mean, usually. You resort to that kind of stuff, at least I have, when the emotion it hasn't been that great. So all we have is sex, so we got to make it interesting. So then you, you know, you swing from chandeliers and you, you know, you call out all the stops. But um, when I've really been in love, none of that really mattered. I mean, yeah, you can do it, but it wasn't the the main part of of you know, our lovemaking. So it's a difference between, I guess, sex and lovemaking. So your lovemaking can be missionary style, and I've had amazing sex um, or lovemaking where I barely moved. (laughs) That's how amazing it was. No one had to move. It was just amazing. So, um, So that's why I say that it's not that perfect. If If it's bad, that means I... A, I don't probably have that much emotion about them or, you know, reciprocal emotion between us. Um, and we can't even then do the swinging from chandeliers or nothing. I mean, so what's the point? So, oh. Yeah. To answer your question, yeah, I guess I would leave because this is not, for me, enough to sustain a relationship, not a romantic relationship. I mean, we can be friends, you know, but we're not going to go much further than that. Okay. And, um, Buck, what do you think, man? Do you throw away a, what appears to be a, a, you know, good relationship because the sex just isn't there? I've done it, actually. Um, because, you know, because of that. But uh, the reason why, what, you know, really, really, there, I think the reason why that, you know, we broke up because we didn't communicate. You know, in you know, we were communicating on all other levels. We just weren't communicating clearly enough on that level. Mm-hmm. And as a result, you know, 
ended up breaking up with the person because you know just it just didn't seem like it was going in the right direction. So mm. you know then you know after the fact, you know started communicating after we broke up, and then you know happened to happen to stumble across each other one night, and this shit was it was spectacular. So we're going like you know then the joker decided to open the damn mouth and talk and let somebody know what's going on instead of just saying you know not saying shit. And, uh, you know, it ended up being, you know, very exceptional. But, you know, after the fact. But um, that's why I say communication is key. Because you don't, you, you know, you don't expor- express yourself. You just don't, you know, you, you might deprive yourself of a great human experience. Okay. And uh, I guess I'll get everyone's opinion on this. And Dr. Willis, I'll go to you and then Mary. Uh, do you throw away what appears to be good for... What you know is bad. Huh? I mean, let me just uh, understand that when you said, do you throw away good? <laughs> A good relationship when you know the sex is bad. Oh, oh. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think that you shouldn't because sex can be learned. It can be practiced. It can be whatever. The only time that I say that, you know, sex can't be improved is if there's something physically wrong, like, you know, say the guy is, you know, he's he's a micro, you know what I'm saying, he's, he, he ain't yeah. even reaching two centimeters on the damn ruler or something, or if the female yeah. is just extremely loose and she just, she just can't, you know, get it back tightened up or whatever, for whatever reason. So if it's not anything physical, I don't think that you should uh, get rid of that relationship without at least trying to improve that sex life, you know, because um, I, think, I think that you know that can be it can be taught it can be learned it can be practiced it can it can be anything other than thrown away if there's nothing physically wrong okay and mary i think that if your sex isn't good then your communication like everybody said is key and if you can't and your partner feels that they can't openly communicate about their sexual desires or their sexual needs and, and, you know, what gets them off or you can't communicate yours to them, then your relationship isn't perfect and the sex won't improve. And I think it also depends on, like, how high a priority sex is for the individual. Like, for some people, sex isn't a very high priority. For me, it's a very high priority. And it would have to be worked on, and it would have to be pleasurable for both of us. We would both have to want – I would want to know that my partner wants to be there and you yeah. know, wants to experience pleasure and wants me to experience pleasure. So, um, But I think the problem with that and the reason why breaking up is an option is because if sex is a high priority for, say, one person – like let's say sex is a high priority for me and my partner doesn't have sex as a high priority, you know, how long can I stay in that committed relationship? You know, do we start talking about opening up our relationship? You know, girls got needs. <laughs> and let's just be honest. I think that if your needs aren't being met, whether they're emotional needs or physical needs, you will eventually seek it out someplace else if you're not getting it at home. And the relationship will implode. So, you know, sometimes breaking up is the most humane thing you can do, (laughs) the most honest and respectful thing you can do for yourself and for someone else if you can't stay committed. 
Um, but you definitely have to be able to talk about it. And I think sex can be improved with communication for sure. I don't think everybody, it's just clockwork and it happens naturally. Everybody's body is different. Um, but if that communication isn't there, then that's a sign that something else is going on and maybe you're not as compatible and things aren't like what Crystal was saying. You're not as perfect as you thought. That is not a perfect relationship if you cannot talk about that openly. I get really peeved when people like have sex, but they can't talk about sex. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you know, like one of the things I'm going to tell my daughter when she's age appropriate, if you can't talk about sex honestly with somebody you're about to have sex with, then don't have sex with them because you're not ready, and neither are they. So just keep your pants zipped and, you know, do your thing. But, you know, if you can't honestly talk about what you need and what you want to keep yourself safe, first of all, and satisfied, second of all, then you shouldn't be having it in the first place. Okay. All right. Oh, that makes a ton of sense. But so, like, um, I think like Dr. Willis alluded to, Mary, I mean, if you decide to dump the person, does it matter the reason as far as the sex is being bad, you know, physical limitations, selfishness, uh, someone who maybe lacks the effort or whatever, lack of communication, does, does the reason matter at all? Um, or if it's just not working, it's just not working. I think if you've openly tried to discuss what you need sexually and they shut down the conversation, then at that point, when you're to the point of breaking up, there's no point in bringing it up again because they didn't hear you. And just say, I enjoyed our time together. I wish you all the best. Sayonara. <laughs> you just go about your day. Um, I, I I don't think there's any point in purposely trying to hurt people, and I don't think there's any point in trying to have a discussion again and, like, beating a dead horse if you've tried more than one occasion, more than one ways, and they're just not hearing you, time to cut it. And do it nicely. Do it respectfully. But I don't think there's any need to beat a dead horse if you've already tried to talk about it. Right. And beating a dead horse doesn't <laughs> always turn people on. So Exactly. Um, it may not be their thing. Exactly. So, um, Ariel on Twitter says, if everything else in the relationship is great, I would stay. Sex isn't everything. Besides, we're going to get old one day. I don't think you're going to stop having sex. because you get yeah, old. I ain't stopping having sex. I know. Be 85 years old and trying to rub on something. Hell yeah. Believe that. Yeah. That's, awesome. That's my right. plan. Let me go to the Magnolia State of Mississippi, the 601 area code, to bring on the Prime Minister of Sexual Affairs, Mr. Eminem. Eminem, what's happening? What up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> And Eminem, um, when you have a situation where the relationship is good and the sex is bad, is this where an open relationship could work? Um, I, I never understood open relationships. You know what I'm saying? Because um, in um, well, in certain regions of the country, I mean, they always been open. You know, it's like. Um, well, hold on, let me rephrase that. <laughs> at one hmm. time period, <laughs> at one time period, you know, it was like if, uh, you know, if a dude could, you know, feed his family and all that kind of shit, you know, you just kind of got a, a ghetto pass on some shit, you know what I'm saying, uh, unofficially, you know. So it was, and the reason why I say it's been okay is 
you know, it was kind of like a known thing. You know, it's like, you know, one dude, he got like, you know, you know, five or six kids in the same neighborhood and all that kind of shit. And everybody know all the kids are like twins. None of them like their mama and that kind of shit, man. So, you know, that's been going on for a minute. But uh, as far as the bad sex, uh, um, I, that's, that's really broad because that depends on the individual a lot of times. And this is what I mean by this. Um, if, especially with a guy on the guy's end, if a guy can afford to go after the type of woman that he's naturally attracted to, you know, unless there's, you know, some other issue with him, himself, the sex is really never going to be bad, you know. But now on the other hand, with the woman, well, you know, they got a whole lot of different things they go by, you know. But uh, a lot of times it's it just uh, what I call that natural I, I, I was dropping some knowledge on a, a young dude. Matter of fact, man, uh, uh, at my, my my job, you know what I'm saying? I, I was kind of just, you know, hipping him to some shit, you know what I'm saying? But I share a little bit with y'all, but I was just saying how. Make it quick for me. Yeah, you know how, like, natural attraction and animal attraction is pretty much the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you don't see money, you don't see um you know, who pay bills, you don't see none of that shit. All you see is like, damn, I want to tear that apart, you know. So if it's a sense where two people are vibing each other, you know, more than likely, uh, if unless there's some kind of chemical imbalance or, you know, somebody going through some kind of health issue, it, it, that part of it is probably going to be pretty good. The bad part is like, okay, this dude ain't worth shit or this chick ain't worth shit after the fact. But as far as the pure sex, oh, it's going to be great because you're already attracted. Okay. All right, cool. And so... And premature uh, ejaculations is for the ones that you're not attracted to. You just need to get them rocks off. <laughs> so, Crystal, let me go back to you. I've been on this um, ship nine months. As far as the uh, open relationship thing goes, I mean, if you have a good relationship and bad sex, is this where an open relationship could work for some couples? Oh, gosh. People are such idiots to do that. Um, that's just, you've ended the relationship. Unless you are both swingers and you came in there in the relationship knowing that, um, you cannot make someone be a swinger by saying, hey, let's add someone in in order to make this more hot or juicy or whatever. The person may say yes. But really, they it, it's a killer. It's a killer of a relationship. So I say, no, don't do that, unless you're already doing that, because that's who you are and that's how you're met or whatever. But um, I say, don't do it. Just leave this person and move on to someone that you're more compatible with. You know, there's something that Buck said earlier, you know, in one of his first statements was communication. I think a lot of times people do not communicate fast enough about what they're really into. And it is such a shame that you may end up being married to someone, you know, and then you start finding out that you're married to some sort of freak 
or or that you're married to someone who who's not really that much into sex, you know, as much as you are. These things are are so important, you know, because yeah. these are killers of relationships. And um, when someone said, when, when when do you talk about it? I mean, the second date, <laughs> the third date. I mean, before you actually start being committed to someone, you should start talking about what you're into. Sometimes you can kind of figure it out. But then you're not really, um, as Mary said earlier, you're not really meeting that person. You're meeting someone who's trying to impress you. So they don't talk about certain things. But then when you start to relax and you get with them, and and sometimes people don't even relax until after the wedding, um, and then you learn that you you don't even know who the hell, who did I marry? Who have I been with for the last 10 years? And all of a sudden... This person wants to have a threesome or whatever, or now I have to put balls in my mouth and you know wear straps <laughs> on my face or something. It's like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Or vice versa, when you both of you are trying to impress each other, <laughs> you know, you're trying to impress this guy, thinking that well, if I lay it, put it down on him so tough, he's never gonna leave me. So you, you know, you break out whatever kind of whips and chains you got to break out or whatever, and he thinks, oh, well, i got to keep up with her. So he's, you know, he's doing it. He's on all fours, you know, with, you know, straps on his face. And it's like neither one of them are really into even any of that shit. It's like all I want to do is just, you know, Netflix and chill. (laughs) You know, have a little missionary and and go to sleep. That's all I want to do. So, I mean, I think people should be more honest about who they are in from the beginning, whether sure. it's freaky or whether it's dud or whatever you are in between. Because, yeah. you know, and just be honest about it. But, no, you shouldn't try to bring in something, you know, just to make it better because, you. I mean, if you don't even know who this person is, um, and then they look at you like they're deer in headlights that you're talking about. This is, <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know. I think people should just be more honest right from the beginning as soon as you possibly can because if you're not compatible sexually, <laughs> then it's never going to work no matter what you do. Yeah, you just made a strong case for uh, a, a, a topic I had uh, kind of threw with Q, you know, a while back about maybe we could all do and. uh you know, have Mary and some more experts, including myself, on on the outdatedness, you know, not to offend nobody religiously or nothing like that, but the outdatedness and the unrealisticness of, you know, celibacy totally. Well, you're getting ahead of me now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. And... On Twitter, when asked about um, if a, can an open relationship be effective when the sex is bad, uh, she says, uh, yeah, a summon is an option. Okay. So, um, well, Buck, I'll let you answer that question, then I'll move on to Dr. Willis with a question. Uh, do you think that an open relationship can help a situation where the sex is bad but the relationship is good? Well, the, uh, you know, from that standpoint, I don't know if that, if anything, what if, you know, I would be concerned that the sex may be better with the other person that you, in in an open relationship. So, um, 
or it may be just as bad, if not worse. So, like I said, it, it all, to me, goes back to communication. The sex shouldn't be bad if you communicate. So, because you got to ask questions. If you don't ask any damn questions, then it ain't going to be good to begin with. So. Now, Dr. Willis, would you even attempt to fix a, um, a situation like this, good relationship, bad sex, or would you just bail um, like I said, I mean, if, if if there's nothing physically wrong with her that that um, can't be corrected or whatever the case may be, I would give it an honest attempt. And like Mary said, you know, you don't want to sit there and beat a dead horse either. Um, you know, after a couple of times, I, you know, I'm trying something new with you and I'm trying to show you that I'm understanding and you just ain't getting it, then, um, you know, I'm just going to. I'm just going to pack my shit up in rolls, or either you pack your shit up in rolls, depending on how it is, but, you know. So, yeah, I, I can see myself leaving if I've tried everything I could. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's up with you and Mary beating these dead horses, but, hey, whatever you're into, all right? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Here. I think it's a bad idea to try and fix a relationship with opening it up. The only time I think it's appropriate to open up a relationship is when your relationship is solid and you both consent and are interested in exploring that and set ground rules, which you think your communication sucks now and -hmm. and you're going to try and open up your relationship and you can't even talk about your own sex and now you're going to talk about having sex with other people. Your communication needs to be outside standing if you're talking about opening up your relationship and you want to keep your relationship intact, your primary relationship intact. I mean, anybody who uses that as a crutch, I think, is is just band-aiding the situation. It's not going to make it better. It's going to still crash and burn, I mean, because you need communication, right? Right. Like, that is ridiculous to think that that is going to make everything better. It may make things better for you who's not having sex, and now you get to have sex with people, and you get to have your cake and eat it too. But how does your partner feel about that? You know, they're going to feel, you know, like shit. <laughs> they're going to feel like I'm not giving my partner what he needs, and they need to go out and get it someplace else. And, I mean, how awful is that to do to somebody? It would be better to just freaking cut it and move on. But, Opening up a relationship and or swinging or, you know, any other alternative lifestyle choices, you've got to have, like, excellent communication and be very forthright about what you want and what you need. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's not going to make things better if you don't already have that. Okay. Very well stated. And so, Eminem, for people, this, this is go ahead and go to that topic where you were going to take it. Uh, just a couple more questions on this. Eminem, for people who don't believe in sex before marriage, what options do they have to know if their mate is compa- sexually compatible with them or not? Um, I have no earthly idea other than <laughs> it should be a lot of fireworks in the beginning if everybody that built up. But, you know, other than that, I mean, I don't even know where they started. I mean, because... You know, if you're talking about fucking, eventually you're going to end up fucking. So it's hard to just, you know, you know, have that kind of communication. It's like, okay, we done talked about this shit two hours. Now let's just, you know, um, you know, watch, uh, you know, some some uh, 
Jimmy Swagger. Uh, 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 <laughs> right, some Jimmy Swagger out some, you know, Johnny Carson reruns. You remember Johnny Carson had uh, had that episode, man, he had like this shower, uh, this uh, raincoat on, and he was just like hunting somebody. I, I, I You know, just, <laughs> the, the, he faked it. That was one of my favorite, favorite episodes ever. But, uh... Because I was about seven or eight when I saw it, so you know that shit like they have an impression on you. But yeah. um, uh, yeah, man, I, 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 like I say, I know it's you know, in certain aspects, you know, people can you know can get all concerned. But I think if if uh, modern day, you know, people, not just Americans, just kind of have a true open dialogue, uh, I really think you know somebody trying to do that, I mean, you almost setting yourself up for some kind of catastrophic thing unless it's just instant chemistry already, you know, where it's just a coincidence. But when it's not, I don't know. It, it's kind of, especially on the guy end, man, you don't, you don't want to be like, damn, you know. Now, uh, a chick being a version of something, that's like a prime real, prime steak. I mean, it's just bragging rights, you know, but... The dude, man, shit, man, you you sitting up there and you know, and they got to tell you a little bit higher, a little bit lower, and all this shit, man, and uh, uh-uh, nah, nah, like you fumbling around, like you going through puberty again, you know. I, I just don't understand that shit, but uh, you know, I, I just think that you know, uh, you know, they should just, you know, just go ahead and. You know, and, and pop a cherry, and you know, get a little experience, and then you know, you got something to talk about. But just, you know, pretending you are a member of the Duggar family and all this shit, and you know, like you my first, and I'm your first, and you know, we're just gonna fuck and make all these kids, and everybody gonna come out crazy. I mean, that's bullshit. But uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, no, I ain't saying you don't screw. Screwing's cool. Yeah. And, and and I know I gotta wrap it up quick. But uh, one thing I left out on about open relationships, um, a lot of relationships are open. That's the Secret Service. <laughs> That's some temporary openness. You know, you just <laughs> you pass that cash, <laughs> that shit open for for long as it lasts. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, uh, Dr. Willis, what do you think, man? For people who don't believe in sex before marriage. I mean, do they have any options to find out if there's any type of compatibility? Is there anything they can do aside from just, I guess, strip down in front of each other? I'll be honest with you, man. That whole situation is like playing the lottery. I mean, you know, if you if you if you like what you're married to when when it's over and said and done, and you finally get to that stage, then you know, hey, you hit the lottery, you're good. But the average couple, who knows, man? They, I'm pretty sure they probably like <laughs> tried something before. Before we got got to this point, uh, I, you know, I just can't I can't see it. I'll be honest with you. I mean, you don't go in a car lot. I know everybody heard that one before, but you don't go in a car and just, you know, buy a car without test driving it. So, you know, I, I, I can't see it personally. I think it's like playing the lottery. Okay. And a single uh, Ariel on Twitter says, "That's where she is in life. I gotta trust God. Won't give me no junk." <laughs> Okay, so from a religious aspect, that's how she views it. And um, I I mean, I I, I do think that a lot of times, you know, people will test drive it. They may be celibate, but a lot of times, I'm not going to say all the time, 
a lot of times they're going to test drive it, see what's going on, and then, you know, maybe return to the celibate lifestyle. But for those who do not, um, I guess you really got to have your community. Well, for those who do not, then um, you're really the ones who can probably get through the um, list that we, we had at the beginning of the show where you rank the top five things, sex will probably be last on the list for you because it's not a, you know, necessarily a priority to the point that you're willing to um, figure, you know, I guess seek it out, uh, seek out the perfect partner, so to speak. But by the same token, um, it's just one of those things where I guess you have to really effectively communicate on what each of you like and what each of you expect. And then, you know, like, you know, cross your fingers from there. And like Bobby said, I hope you hit the lottery on it, you know? So um, I don't know how often people come across bad partners. Um, I mean, I've had, I guess what I would consider very few bad partners where I'm like, yeah, I'd never do that again. Um, I mean, does someone have like a high track record of bad partners? Anybody out there? I mean, with a guy, I mean, shit, if, if, if your shit working, I mean, you should never be no horrible partner. I mean, you know, the the worst experience I ever had was uh, I think somebody was coming or something. I had to, you know, pull out before I got off. But that was the worst thing I can ever remember. Uh, <laughs> that was torture, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know the world. Damn, I boy. I think the, uh, the band director was coming. And I was trying to slam something behind her. Uh, we had like that. <laughs> and I wasn't in the band for one year because that year I couldn't play football. But that was it, you know. That and that was in like junior high. That was the worst experience I ever remember because I was like so excited. And then you know, shit. They like here you come, you know, and shit, man. <laughs> you know. Oh you know. man. The band director came, came hanging out the side of your drawers and shit, man. You trying to pull up real quick, <laughs> nigga sweating like a slave, trying to, you know, trying not to smile. And, I said, never again. Only if you can bring you these, bring you this, 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 this picture and just put it in your head, you'd be fucked yeah. up the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, because I don't care what happened with a guy. I mean, you know, if if if, if you know if them rocks come off, I mean, well, for the most part, I mean, that ain't the end of the world because you pretty much like, well, hey, you know, this could have been better, that could have been better, you know, she could have been more attractive, but other than that, you know, you know, you still like roll spare relief, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the same for women. Well, yeah, I mean, it's different. You know, women, you know, they're going by, you know, all kind of other shit, you know. Yeah, women like have a lot of issues not. and shit, you know. But but one thing about a woman, they really attracted to a man, and a man really um, canalizes them, you know, mentally or whatever. Or, you know, they, they don't they don't really be all dissatisfied like that. The woman oh, is most yeah, oh, no. Nah. Most women is unsatisfied and pissed uh, off is, is the ones that, you know, they date guys strictly for money and they have no, they, the guys are real drab. They don't even know, they can't even tell a dry joke, joke right, you know, just just drab as hell. 
the woman is bored, and then when the when the guy that's cutting the grass coming in and pull their ass by the head and choke the shit out of them white fuck them, that turn them on, you know. And then the baby come oh out, you know. <laughs> it was just going off the rails. You know, the baby come out black. And he's like, where this nigga come from? You know, where you think he come from? You see that guy right there that said, you know, J&J lawn service? Uh, yeah, he mowing your lawn, all right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> he took it all the way off the rail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. Things you hear on the Top to Q Radio show. No experts, just opinions. All right. Last question. Last question. Uh, while I wipe my tears, Mary. Let's flip the script. Do you stay in a bad relationship because the sex is that fire? Mm, does uh, you does a about friend with benefit or a fuck buddy count as a relationship? <laughs> Can I downgrade my relationship status on Facebook and still continue to have sex with him? That is the question. Can I buy a vow? <laughs> no. Um, I, I wouldn't stay with somebody just for sex, but I would keep fucking them until I found somebody else. <laughs> That's all right. I'm That's just all right. saying. I'm just saying. Hey, ain't no, hey, Keeping I'm it real. I'm down for it. I understand. <laughs> I understand totally. And I, I really don't think he would show. complain much. <laughs> probably not. If at all, probably not. I'm thinking it's a win-win. So um, like no, it. I I wouldn't stay in the long term, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I would I, until I found something better. I would keep myself occupied. <laughs> there you go. That's what's All right. <laughs> and Crystal, what about you? Bad relationship, but the sex is mind blowing. No, well, that's pretty much all of my relationships. Uh, <laughs> well, you should be an expert on this. In a nutshell, literally and figuratively. Nut. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, I just have to go with Mary on that one. I mean, you just you pretty much know when it's over. I've been in relationships. I know it's over probably months within the time we're together. Mm-hmm. Um. But I just stay anyway because you know. I ain't got nothing better to do. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. And, right, <laughs> you know, and um, it's the sex is good, and so, yeah, so you stay, stay with it. I mean, why not? And so, until okay. you find somebody else or whatever. But you know what, though, a lot of times, and I'm pretty sure there are plenty of women listening out there who are probably say this. Those are the situations where you wind up pregnant. When you know you should be gone, but you're still fooling around with the person, and next thing you know, now Mr. Woman Beater, Mr. Womanizer, Mr. Disrespectful, you know, Mm -hmm. has now put a seed in you. And I mean, I bet that happens a lot of times. (laughs) Yeah, like 95% shit. Yeah. So. Buck, what do you think? The relationship is bad, but the sex is better than 
you know, the invention of caller ID. Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, caller ID is pretty cool. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use that? Dad has yeah, to like yeah. pay rights. <laughs> of course. Feel free. Feel free. I have to agree with the first two, uh, Mary LaBelle and Crystal on that. I mean, you might as well just hang out until you find somebody else. Uh, I, mean, I think we've all done it at one time or another, you know, so. Yeah, I gotta agree with them. You just, you know, roll with it until you, until you find something different. Okay, all right. Well, let's see. Let me go on to the next one, Doctor Willis. Bad relationship, excellent sex. What do you do? Honestly, Q, I think that is the norm nowadays. I think that. I mean, all you gotta do is go. Let's see. All you gotta do is go on social media. Any anywhere you see niggas ain't shit. You know, men ain't nothing but dogs. That's a woman that's in a relationship with a motherfucker that ain't good, but he put me down. So, I mean, that's probably true. It's, it's the norm. It's, it's the norm nowadays. So, I think, uh, you know, to be honest with you, probably ain't even the third question. Even <laughs> just, that's just where we are right now. Okay. And Eminem. Oh, man. Do you stay Yo. in a bad relationship if the sex is good? Yeah, like I say, it's, you know, everybody has some, you know, some, uh, Fantastic views or whatever, but uh, I'm gonna throw one out there, and this is one that a lot of us from the South, especially you know certain parts of the Deep South, probably familiar with hearing, you know, not necessarily a South thing, but I just I just kind of remember this all the time, you know, with a guy, you know, it wasn't so much about the sex, it was the bragging rights. It's like yeah, 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 we broke up, man, but uh, you know, you know, I can still get it anytime I want it. That was like the ultimate. You know, uh, ego booster. Like you know, yeah, you know, she married to the, you know, uh, you know, her husband is a pastor of you know, the biggest church in town. But I know I can get it anytime I want to. You know, just bragging rights. So uh, uh-huh. that was like, for some reason, that topic just kind of resonated. Like that was like the ultimate challenge of a young, uh, uh, you know, a young cat coming up through the game. You know, it's like. In, in your mind, you know, that ultimate game is when you can let them, you know, you can love them and leave them and still pick them up, pick up and get with them anytime you wanted to. That was like the ultimate challenge. So, uh, now, of course, that put a lot of other stuff in line in the natural order because, you know, hey, you you know, you couldn't come 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 at it like you some old man or something. So, so you know, it, it definitely benefited the female. But at the same time, you know, that that that, 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 that those bragging rights, is what kept it real, you know what I'm saying? You want to, you know, come at it, uh, well, uh, as Buck say so eloquently, you bring the thunder and lightning because you have to do something to get that freight. You know, one of the best compliments I ever got was, nah, <laughs> oh, that was a long time ago, but shit, man. Niggas was coming out there and say, nah, you ain't got to pay for shit. So I was like, wow, okay, cool. Oh Lord! <laughs> and then he's just as tickled. I mean, his own statement. That's right. He's been laughing at his own statement. <laughs> he can't get it out because he's too damn tickled. Oh boy! 
had Eminem. I don't say about you, man. No, <laughs> <Come> my <on>, man. <laughs> Too much cognac or Jack or something. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but do, 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 but. Do y'all remember hearing that kind of shit, though, man? You know, back in the day. Uh, oh yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I know how some people just for for bragging rights or being able to say it, you. you no, know, even if they was lying, they would they would they would be so convincing, you know. Yeah, they would have convinced themselves. <laughs> Seriously. Right. I've seen some dudes lie so much that I mean, I'm like, nah, he really believes what he's saying. Right. You know. So yeah, yeah, I, I I get that. I totally get that. All right. So on um, next Tuesday's show, I don't have a topic as of yet. Uh, that's something I'll work on to get a topic. Uh, but <clears throat> I'm sure it will be something relationship related, and it will be something good. So that'll be Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Talk to Q. Radio show. Um, now Maybe you can find a point Wednesday. at the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I know the internet doesn't have a shortage of them, but uh, oh, uh, next Wednesday, this will be a show that I'm pretty sure Dr. Willis will be interested in. Next Wednesday is November the 11th, Veterans Day, and we'll discuss yeah. how do we support our veterans. You know, we'll take a look at some ideas of how we can help our military vets. Uh, regain footing in everyday society after returning from combat. We'll get into some military topics next Wednesday. So that I do know should be an interesting show. All right. Uh, My thing is when it comes to good relationships and bad sex, you need to be able to honestly answer four questions. The first question, how important is sex to you? Now, if it's very important, then you probably need to bail on the relationship, right, if you don't see it getting any better. All right, but you got to be honest in answering that question. The second question, something that Mary alluded to earlier, is your partner being satisfied as well? Now, if your partner is happy, then, you know, you might be able to try to find something that's going to make you happy. But if your partner is kind of like, yeah, I don't care about it either, then maybe you two just aren't meant for each other. Number three. Is it a physical thing or a lack of effort that's causing the problem? You know, I mean, if he just ain't working with anything down there or maybe she has, you know, she's a member of the itty-bitty titty committee and you're not turned on by mosquito bites, then, you know, that might be something that you have to try to figure out and see if you can get past. Uh, Or find a good plastic surgeon. Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. Or find a good plastic. I don't know. There's, they don't have plastic surgery for guys. Because if they did, I'm pretty sure it'd be a line. Um, but I don't think they have plastic surgery for guys to like. And I know they have people who will try to enhance, but there's nothing that I would recommend to anyone. I wouldn't trust that because man, if I make one mistake, all of a sudden you're a unit. I mean, you're you're nothing. You're a robot. You're a Ken dog. <laughs> Think about it. If someone's doing surgery on your junk and they make one mistake, it becomes a paperweight. You you have no use for it other than to keep your your bills from flying off your desk. Boy, yeah, them 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 two baseballs turn the BBs on you, man. You be like, damn, ain't no stimulation no more. Right. 
So that's just that's that's risky. I mean, for those who want to take a chance of letting someone try to enhance you some kind of way, you go right ahead. But uh, uh-uh. all right. And number four, could you spend forever, forever, ever, forever, knowing that this is the best that it may get? You know, if you can answer yes to to, to that question, that you know what, I'm good. Um, if it doesn't get any better, I'm still gonna be happy with this person. Just you know, stick with it. But you have to be honest to yourself, because if you're not, then somewhere down the line, like Eminem said, J and J's lawn service dude gonna be looking kind of good out there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna okay, be doing I'm gonna Google than- that uh, lawn service. <laughs> Yeah, Mary, all excited now. Right. I'm just saying because if if you don't, he's gonna be eating more than weeds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 he's gonna be playing in the grass. He's gonna be playing in the forest for real. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Leave that. Need your bush trimmed, honey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that out there to you all. Yeah, he's gonna be oh. deep in the deep in the cut for real. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so. And then all of a sudden you're coming home from work like, honey, the yard man didn't even charge me. Don't worry about it, baby. I got it. (laughs) Right. Like, we we usually have to call him about three or four times, you know, to give him the answer. Now, this joke is like clockwork. You know, business must be, you know. Right. You know. You have your yard looking like a basketball court. No brand out there. He's coming every day. Right. (laughs) All right. So, um, we're going to get to final thoughts. And in final thoughts, I want you to answer this question. This is. What's supposed to be like a, I guess, a real-life situation that someone asked on Facebook. I saw another group. And uh, I'll start with you on this, Crystal. You can answer this question and you can give your final thoughts. Do you attend the funeral of a (laughs) jump-off? Someone you just been kicking it with, they're not good for anything except sex. And you find oh. out, oh, poor JJ from the lawn service has passed away. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the husband found out. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> Maybe the husband found out that he was laying a little more than sod around the house and uh, took old JJ out. Do you go to the funeral of a jump off? Starting oh, with man. Crystal, and then your final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, no, I do not. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> let's see. What, what in the world are we talking about? Um, well, <laughs> regarding sex, I mean, I think everybody said, you know, all, all there is to say about it, basically. Um I would say that what I was trying to say earlier, it's not as great for women as it is for guys Mm -hmm. when it comes to bad sex. There's nothing Mm -hmm. to be done about a man who has a small penis because there's nothing to work with. Right. So, and unfortunately, (laughs) you can't really tell 
until you're about to have sex with them. You know, and that's so unfortunate. And so you can do for you can't y'all don't grope before you get to that point. Not really. Not I mean, no, because not really. It's, it's, their, so un, it's so unfair. I mean, like it's women, so you know, you get into some heavy kissing, you just reach down there and grab it. I mean, because well, guys back in the that day. Doesn't really, that doesn't really mean anything, actually. It doesn't. Because it depends on the guy's penis. Now, some guys, uh, when they're not erect, they are, you know, averagely small. But when they become erect, they grow. So it's okay. And then so some guys are just, not a shower. They're just basically the same size, no matter if they're, you know, limp or yeah. not. I mean, it just depends on, you know, on the penis. I so. thought women figured out that they just... I mean, because, like, guys, when you want to know if a woman, like, cleans what? herself, you have, like, the little dip and sniff test you kind of do to make sure she's clean. You kind of play with it a little bit, and then you, like, you know... <laughs> You reach around, you hug her, and then you kind of sniff that finger on the other side of the hood. <laughs> because you want to make sure she's not talking. <laughs> right. I think that matters to a lot of guys. Okay. I, <laughs> anyway. I thought women had their own Oh, it does. Our Believe guys me. Guys had the oh, yeah. Uh, it yeah. matters. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's I didn't that. mean to be disruptive, Crystal. Go ahead with your final thoughts. <laughs> anyway, that's it. So, good show. And, um... I look forward to next week. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm dying. Thank you very much, Crystal. <laughs> and uh, Mary, I will go with you. So glad to have you back on. Oh, thank you for <laughs> I'm still dying. <laughs> the dip and sniff. Oh, dear Lord. Classic. <laughs> Classic. I feel, you know, I don't know how you guys do it. God bless you, <laughs> if that's even appropriate to say. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, we have such minor issues as women going down versus, anyway, so let's move along. <laughs> okay, I, mean, I forgot your question. You want to make sure that everything's good. I mean. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it, okay, let's just put it this way. Straight women don't know this. Like, we don't. We only know our hygiene. We don't know everybody else's hygiene. Like, you've seen more of a JJ's than I ever will, no matter how much porn I watch. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. And so. Hey, JJ, got it wasn't until you get, like, some honest conversation with guys you can trust, and you're like, oh, damn, you guys deserve, like, Purple Hearts. I'm serious. It's fucking crazy what you have to deal with out there. Anyways, um, what was your question? <laughs> the question was, do you go to the funeral of a jump-off? Someone who was just only good for banging. You find out they passed away. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Like Crystal, no. No, 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 no. No, no. Oh, yeah. No. Not unless I don't know what he died from, then I may want to find out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, um, we were safe, but I got to know. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, card but no, with. I wouldn't go. Uh, and then I think my final thoughts are um, it's all about communication. And, yes, if there's bad sex but a good relationship, you can work on it, but it takes um, – a lot of communication. I think if you have a bad relationship and great sex, that is definitely doomed <laughs> versus having a good relationship and bad sex. I think you have better odds. So uh, talk it out, and if it doesn't work after talking it out, don't beat that damn horse. <laughs> Leave the <laughs> nag alone and just move on. Just don't cheat. Like, there's no need to cheat. Just cut your losses let set them free and go about your lives. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, Mary. I appreciate Thank that. Thank you. And Dr. Willis, do you attend the jump off's funeral? And your final thoughts, sir. <laughs> I mean that was a legitimate question for somebody, man. It was a legitimate question. It's like you know, we've been banging for years and all of a sudden, you know, Tanika passes away, do I go to her funeral and possibly run up on her old man or, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. You get hemmed up, it might be your funeral. <laughs> but, but go ahead. Yeah, like I said, like I said I'm sitting up there beside the mom. I'm sitting beside the husband. I, I'm sitting there. I'm agree with all of them. <laughs> like, shit, she was a good one. And, uh, yeah, I'm about to do that. <laughs> <laughs> if she was the bomb, if she was if she was good enough to be to make me a side piece or she was my side piece, then guess what? I'm gonna show my I'm gonna pay my last respect to her. Ass. Yeah, she deserved that. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, uh, as far as the topics tonight, I think everything's been said on that. But I do wanna I do wanna um mention one thing, and I'm gonna give some game to some guys out there that might be micro, and I'm gonna put some women onto some game. And I may actually uh, make some dudes mad, but there is a procedure that guys can get, and um, that and that's when they get these little the, the tendons on, along each side of their junk cut. Yeah, and, um, they huh. can get that done, and it makes them appear longer. So, ladies, if you got a guy, if that motherfucker is ten inches or longer, and his shit don't stand up, he didn't have that procedure to get longer. So, that's what I was going <laughs> to wonder about. If you cut the tendons. Um, up there that support it, it just seemed like it would just kind of flop on you. It still, it still gets hard. It still get hard, but it won't stand up because that's what that, the tendons are what make make you make your manhood rise. Oh no, that ain't, I, I need uh-uh. I ain't about nothing. Yeah. Uh-uh. I need my stuff to be respectful <laughs> and stand up when a woman comes uh, in the room. Yeah, you ever seen a hot, a hot dog sitting in water, Bobby, to stay there all night? Man, that shit's so damn. <laughs> <laughs> Hot dog. Oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't see that coming. Just go all the way out. <laughs> yeah, all the way out. You, you pick up a hot dog that's been sitting in water a long time. See what it looks like. <laughs> can't put it on the, you can't put it on the bun. That joke is so sad. It's all, it's all over here now. <laughs> you know what, Bobby? I saw um, a show. They had this guy. Nah, they had this guy, Bobby, on the show. Um, I don't know what show it was, but uh, he, you know, put all his business out there in public. He said he was only working with two inches, and Damn. so he went to see if he had, the, I guess, the body type or 
the, to have the tendons cut and, you know, get some extra length or something. And uh-huh. I, unfortunately, the doctor said that's pretty much all he had. There was nothing else to extend. And But I'm like, God, this guy's on national TV doing this? And, oh, man. Hey, that's crazy. You know? And, you know, but, but, I mean, it happens. I mean, a lot of guys, they do that, especially, like, in the porn industry and uh, stuff like that. And the only reason why, you know, to be honest with you, I know that stuff is because I, I really did want to be a doctor. So so all that stuff, you know what I'm saying, you, you get to know. But, uh, yeah, they, they get they get it done, man. So it's, it's it's out there. They're doing stuff. So, like I said, ladies, if this shit don't stand up on his own and he ain't above 10, then, uh, yeah, he, he didn't have something, some kind of procedure. I mean, but seriously, though, it's like, who wants to use a crutch with their junk? I mean, yeah, you should exactly. want it to, to stand on its own. And then if it's dead like that, is, is, are you still going to be satisfied? I mean, I, well, I don't Yeah, I mean, you know, you got to There's too much gray area on that, on that so. Man. That'd be a real porno, man. The tendons don't get you in the film. They just raise your junk. That's it. So they still have. <laughs> I need my junk raised. I'm sorry. Right. Hey, Bobby. Like, like a damn drawbridge. Damn the bullshit. Hey, hey, Bobby. I can't. Ha- I can't have my junk on a, on some type of in some type of brace, looking like I have polio or something, man. I, I, I just can't. I can't go with that. Run, Forrest, run. <laughs> I know, right? Believe that. <laughs> hey, Bobby. I mean, it's like, yeah, babe. I'm just gonna lay this in you. I can't stick it in you. I'm just gonna lay this in you. <laughs> you know. Damn. <laughs> and we'll we'll float. We'll just float. 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 Float on. Yeah. Oh man, I'm very disturbed by that, Bobby. Yeah. Oh. I appreciate that. I, 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 got, I got one for barbecue. I got one for Bobby. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, Lord. All right. So, you know, you're in the vi- well, people don't go to the video store no more. But well, you're in the video store and you see, like, you know, black anal bangers or some shit like that. And some dude done had a procedure. And it's like, damn, this dude folding up. He can't even, you know. Exert itself, you know that that motherfucker is making like a a bridge, you know that like it shit go from straight to like curving up, like you making a, a upside down U or something. <laughs> Goes the wrong way. Ow! Yeah, it ain't going wrong. It's still get hard. It just don't lift. That's all. That's the only difference. Yeah, the harder the harder you push, the taller that you get. You know, it's like, oh, <laughs> like I mean, it's like flamingo neck. I mean, I, I hate that. I, I hate I even have a visual. First of all, I hate that I even have a visual. But it's like if it doesn't lift, and you're hitting the doggy style, you're just gonna backflip right out of the coochie. I mean, I, you ain't got nothing to keep you in there. Exactly. Man, that's yeah. That's like a dude trying to oh my God. trying to hump and he already done busted. You know, you like you just I don't know, you just in la la land. Boomerang a whole new meaning. <laughs> you got that right. But what say you, sir? Did you go to the jump house funeral? 
Man, this feels <laughs> just like a let's talk about sex show, even though it isn't. Buck, and probably because Mary's on, but Buck, um, yeah. do you go to your jump off funeral and give your final thoughts? Well, depending on, you might you might want to go because she might left you damn something, so you might want to go to that damn thing. So, uh-uh. you know, you <laughs> might, you know, you might want to go ahead and, buck, you know, show up. Ain't no telling. But anyway, I'm going to just leave that, leave that one alone there. But um, <laughs> I think everybody said, I mean, really and truthfully, I mean, in, to curtail anything being bad from that standpoint, you need to communicate communicate about it. And then that way, you know, you get to learn, you know, learn something about the other person. And don't deprive yourself of a great human experience. So make sure you, you know, ask questions. Don't be ashamed to ask questions. And that way, it'll be you know be good for the both ways. So uh, I'll just leave it at that, and let Eminem take it off the rails a little bit further. So everybody have a great night. <laughs> I'm having a blast, oh, and glad to have glad to have Mary on tonight too. So that was pretty cool for her to call in, mm-hmm. and yeah, with us, and, and we had a lot of fun tonight. I miss you guys. I miss you guys more than you know. Thank you. All right. Oh boy. And Eminem, I'll let you shut it down, man. Oh, <laughs> Do man. you attend a jump off funeral? You know, I can see Eminem. They're like, did he just get out that casket? Like, <laughs> zip it up and say it. <laughs> One for the road. But, uh, go ahead, right. but uh, you know, it, it was some <clears throat> very great points about, you know, going to somebody's funeral or jump off, whatever. But the thing is, man, this shit been going on for years where people go. Now, there's two ways to go. The guy go because he never met her kids. He just hit and he never met her kids. So he's looking at the kids and he's sitting up there like, hmm, damn, whew, man, I'm glad that joker don't look nothing like me because you never met him. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. why the guy go. That's the only reason the guy go because most of the, the time sea, a guy go. Uh... Right. But if you want to see, and especially with the ladies calling in, if y'all want to know, why you see this crazy stuff on YouTube, people fighting and stuff at funerals and shit like that. That's because this woman wanna know all these years, you know, you know, where was JJ coming home from with all this extra money tied and, and whoever hollering the most at the funeral said, That must be that bitch right there. So that's how they do in the hood. They look for whoever crying the most. And if it's a female crying and nobody knows, it's like it ain't his sister it ain't, you know, maybe somebody went to school with. It's just some odd person, but they crying, they 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 crocodile tearing, you know. Oh yeah, that that's her, you know. Now we finally see who this bride is, you know. That's how the woman sees. So, you know, right. that's just some, some some food for thought that's been going on for years. Now, you know, now this other stuff, man. You know, getting your shit cut and all that kind of stuff like that. Nah, uh, uh-uh. it don't work like that, buddy. You know what I'm saying? You, you know. <laughs> You know, this ain't an operation game where it go in. You know what I'm saying? If, if that happened to you, that's it. It's <laughs> over with. You know, now, if you pass Bill 1313 and legalize it, well, man, you know, if you that short <laughs> in life, you know, you don't have to worry about partners and all that stuff, man. You know, you know, you, you lay them dollar bills on them right. I mean, you know, they don't care. You know, that's that's basically the only advice you can give somebody like that. But now that's really scary, though, if somebody had waited all these years, you know, uh, you know, trying to do it the right way, and then something like that come out, you know, it's like, you know, you know, this this dude, you know, finger smell like some, 
some 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 uh, old can of English peas that's been in the trash <laughs> two weeks, and and his shit is about the you know the size and width of a toothpick. Well, y'all screwed. I mean, you're going to have to, you know, stay prayed up or whatever because y'all, man, ain't nothing popping. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But, uh, you know. Uh, you know. Oh, eating no. the booty like groceries would never happen. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, But, man, you know, it's it just, you know, great to have everybody on. Uh, you know, it's great to have a show that even discuss this type of shit, man. That's why uh, I love, you know, coming on the show, and I love hearing myself talk on the show. And, of course, I like everybody else's input, too. But that's what made this show so unique, you know what I'm saying? We talk about the real shit, literally real. So, you know, how real does it get when it comes to talking about going to a jump-off funeral, you know? It's like, man, I fucked this bitch 10 years and never knew her name, and now she dead, and now... For some reason, I never even looked at her face till I had laid up in this casket. You know, that's some shit to think about. Man, you have to be up drinking all night for some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Only Eminem will come up with some shit like that. I mean, think about it, man. That's what messes. And maybe good. Sometimes some things you don't want to know because the last thing you want to do is show up and look in the obituary of you know the woman you've been kicking it with for the last year or so and realize that Caitlyn used to be a Bruce. Oh, now that'd be that'd be too messed up there. You look at the obituary, oh, a little boy when he was twelve years old. Like, wait a minute, now it's a brother. What's what's going on? Yeah, that that's when you have to dig him up and, and kill him again. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoa, hell, dog. Loving memory of Bruce Cage. Yeah, but uh, right. oh yeah, and the, and the very last thing, the very last uh-huh. thing is 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 the all the stuff with the. Not being satisfied or, or whatever in a relationship is just like you know. Uh, Buck always said the best with communication and stuff like that. But like I say now, you know, you know, humans. We as humans, we try to make ourselves seem like we're so much more superior than anything else on earth. But certain things about us are innate. You still, you still, damn near got to be attracted to somebody. I mean, you know, you can't just, you know, I'm sorry, you know. The, 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 you know, uh, uh, pressure's just ain't gonna stimulate the average guy the way you know. Uh, I don't know Rihanna, somebody would. I mean, it's just I don't know. I mean, it, 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 you know, I don't care how how deep the conversations are and how long the walks are and stuff like that. I mean, you know, I still gotta look at your ass. You know, I gotta look at your ass, then I gotta smell your ass. You know, but. <laughs> 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 and if that's good on both ends, literally, yeah, it's on. You know what I'm saying? It's on like a chicken box. Damn. Yeah. But, you know, but women have other issues. You know, I know they have to, you know, they're thinking about, you know, certain things, uh, security and all this kind of shit, maybe. But like I say, it's funny how they do all that stuff and put a bunch of shit all on, you know, eHarmony and Christian Mingle and all that. And like I say, and lo and behold, Mary, there's JJ getting out that truck. Because <laughs> you can throw all that shit out the window. I love you, JJ. <laughs> right. I guess we could add that to our show repertoire. We're going to be talking about JJ from here on out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> JJ Law Service. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> JJ be Leoning and he'll be uh, 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 doing that wallism too, like my boy Michael Beach was on Soul Food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it, everyone. Um, you, uh, that got <laughs> an old man for the money. He on a cane and stuff, and you know JJ can <laughs> throw it up against the wall and beat it down, <laughs> beat it down like like he's stoning your ass, like in the year two thousand BC or something. <laughs> <laughs>
They dance around with you And show you what the Christmas spirit do Oh, they're singing in the air Christmas carols singing everywhere Memories of a day long ago Give meaning to the newly fallen snow Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas Once a year it comes and then it goes Show us what love does when it grows Babe in a manger Christmas morn Shepherds and wise men all adore in the dark of night, we close the wondrous light that shows the place for all the world to see. Joyful singing upon high, host of angels glorified. Sleigh bells go by ringing in the night. Down a road dusted snowy white Underneath the Christmas tree Our presents all around Will give the children so much Christmas glee Nor the door hangs mistletoe And you and I sit by the fire's glow Tell us why Oakland would win. 
Well, I like to believe we win the game because, um, you know, our offense seems to be coming together. I know it's going to be a struggle on defense, although our defense has been playing a whole lot better. It's just that, you know, if, if Pittsburgh puts everything together with their wide receivers and D'Angelo Williams at running back, I mean, he's going to, you know, do all that he can do because mm-hmm. he's really been a starter all his career. Just so happy he's buying Le'Veon Bell now. But he's capable of doing what a starter does. I mean, 100 yards and 70 yards catching and all that other stuff. But the reason why I think that we'll win the game is because I haven't seen anything from Pittsburgh the last – Gotta make them say okay that they that they will they can win the game. I mean, of yeah. course they're gonna be at home. Of course they got the veterans and everything else. But you know, this is just another test that if we can get past it, people will start taking us much more seriously. I'm looking at the power rankings. We rank number ten. I can't even remember when I last seen that. So, oh man. It's just, uh, you know, it's it's starting to come together, but we got to keep it going. It's going to be hard to go to Pittsburgh. They got a lot of firepower up there, but we got momentum on our side. So it should be a good game. And if we can whoop them two years ago when we didn't have a team, we can get them now. So we'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Well, just when you mentioned the defense, the um, Raiders are 26 and I think 26 in defense right now. The Steelers are 20th. Um, the Raiders are giving up 385 total yards a game. The Steelers 366. But where it counts, the important thing, points per game, the Steelers are only giving up 18.4 points per game. The Raiders are giving up 24.7. But, I mean, I'll, I'll start with you, man. Tell us why the Steelers will win despite not having Le'Veon Pitt. Well, you got to look at Williams, first of all. He's got 100-yard rushing games in his starts here this year. Big Ben is really irritated by him turning over the ball last week. And all of our losses, um, we didn't convert third downs. We didn't get the teams off of the field on third downs, and we turned the ball over. So um, they, they're putting emphasis on that this week. Big Ben is not going to turn the ball over against Oakland because I think he's starting the game a little bit on the angry side after he made the Secondly, I think we're going to convert more third downs this week, and you know our defense is going to step up more. We got a lot of injuries, but you know it's next man up. So, you know I'm not going to, you know I don't think you know the Steelers going to worry about the injuries and things of that nature. I just think we're going to go out there and play a football game, and we actually going this game. You know, one of these games, it's a statement game for us. You got to kind of right the ship a little bit. And the guys, you know, they got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. So, I think we're going to go in there and beat these guys by two touchdowns. All right, Daddy Rich, Derek Carr has only thrown three interceptions on the season. Charles Woodson leads the league in interceptions. Khalil Mack ain't no punk coming off the edge. What are you all going to do against that Raiders defense? It's that time. It's time for us, like Buck said, it's time for us to put it together. And 
I think that that line is going to have to 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 work a little extra hard now because Le- Le'Veon Bell made it a little easier on him because he's such a good athlete. He could get out of a tough situation. Uh, but I think the line is going to have to buckle down. Uh, the defensive backs are really going to have to play a, a hell of a game this game. I think, but I think our defensive backs are, are actually doing a lot better. I think they've made some statements with some hits and, and, and some statements with some good coverage. And, uh, you know, especially, uh, 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 gosh, the linebackers are doing good too. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we we got good linebacker play, but I'm just hoping that the, the defensive backs can hold because Carr is a, a, a pass-happy quarterback. I mean, he will sling the hell out of the ball, and that's something that we're going to have to really pay attention to. I mean, we've lacked in years past, but this year has been much better, I've seen. Uh, you know, we played tougher. We played a lot tougher, and we're not giving up, per se, like years past, like we used to. is because we got younger guys back there you know, that that actually can play the full dadgum game. And, you know, I think for three years we had Paul Mala back there holding up shit, knowing his old ass should have been gone. You know, <laughs> him, Clark, all those guys, man, they, they knew it was time for him to go, gum. You know, these, these, these guys are different now. But I think it's going to be a good game. But I think that Pittsburgh's a little pissed off right now. So I think that Oakland's jumping into a, a home nest. Give me a score. Twenty-one to seven. Wow. Okay. And Buck, give me a score. Thirty-five to fourteen. Oh man, hey, y'all ain't giving Oakland no respect. Ray, give me a score, man. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go thirty-four. Thirty-four to thirty-one, Oakland. All right. Ray got Oakland winning 34-31. And Dr. Willis, you want to chime in real quick? Just on who you think going to win? Yeah, I think uh, right now, you know, um, the Steelers, man, you know, honestly, they come in averaging about 21 points a game. So, you know, and they, and they hurt right now. They hurt real bad. I mean, their center is gone. Uh, Pouncey, he's, 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 I think he might, he might be out. Yeah. So, I mean. He's on IR. <laughs> All them, so I don't see them winning this. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Raiders on this one and call it. Uh, I'm gonna say probably 2014. 2014. Yep. All right. I go ahead and let you get in on the Eminem. And uh, the Raiders, you know, the Raiders been playing a lot better. You know, surprisingly, it's good to see them. You know, uh, making a push after so many years, but. Pittsburgh hard to beat in Pittsburgh. I mean, for anybody. So, um, I'm thinking maybe something like you know, twenty one ten, Pittsburgh. All right. And um, I like Pittsburgh at home too. I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh. Uh, a little closer score, twenty four twenty. So, all right, Eminem. It's time for us to talk some noise now. All right. The um, Philadelphia Eagles bring their raggedy uniforms into at the AT&T Stadium <laughs> to take raggedy on the, the struggling Cowboys who lost what, five in a row. Is it five yeah, or six? I, I was counting. I don't know. Yeah, five six. in a row. And 
looking at this game, Eminem, and can somebody mute their phone? Whoever watched the dishes. Uh, well, looking, <laughs> looking at this game, Eminem. Um, I, I mean, if 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 the Cowboys had Romo, uh, I would still be a little leery because these teams just tend to split. It's like Dallas always wins in Philly. And Philly always comes in and upsets us in Dallas, you know, kind of like the Giants does on mm-hmm. everything. And even though Dallas has a lot more to lose than Philly to lose this game, um, I just don't think they're capable of winning until I see more out of Matt Castle going down the field, which I just don't know if he's going to do. And even though I think that Sam Bradford is not having a good year, and that he's going to leave some opportunities out there on the field too. Um, I I don't know. I just feel like I I just, as much as it pains me to say, I'm looking at Philadelphia coming away with this game with something like a a 16 to 10 type victory. Uh, Uh, I I think the margin is going to be bigger than that uh, because, for one, Matt Castle. And um, number two, uh, Zach Ertz is finally starting to get pretty healthy, and you know he's he he kind of supplements a lot uh, in the short passing game because he's he's more athletic than Brent Selleck. Um mm-hmm. But now, one thing about the, that that's helping us is not that we're having a good year at all. You know, it's not like you know I'm impressed and all that kind of stuff. But the division itself as a whole sucks so bad. The fact that I think if we kick y'all ass, we'll be possibly number one again, especially if the Giants lose, I think. Yeah, uh, you can you be know, tied. That, yeah, that's the, uh, we're tied for number one, and I think we'll hold well, actually, it. Actually, no, I take that back. It no, won't be a we tie, it'll be a head. Yeah, yeah, we we, 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 yeah, right now we got the head-to-head. So, yeah. you know, that should be something to play for now. In all honesty, the biggest thing we've got working against us is time of possession. We do not hold the ball long on the lead, you know, and that that is something, you know, I don't care what team you play in, but especially you got a team with a lot of athletes on it. Because uh, I've seen a couple of times uh, where uh, Darren McFadden looked like he could have broke a couple of times. And so you don't want to just keep giving somebody the ball back. You know, of course, you know, Dez is back on the field now, so, you know, we don't need no fluke stuff, in a, you know, because uh, uh, I definitely don't want to be, uh, you know, looking at Joe Faze, man, and, you know, it's the fourth quarter, and we pretty much think we got the game sold up and we get some of these fluke touchdowns because, I mean, that, that, that ain't the way you want to go out. But uh, everything with Romo being out, everything should favor us. But, you know, like I say, with that time of possession, you know, we – uh, uh, that I, I hate that. You know, I, I don't know where we ranked at with time of possession holding the ball, but I know it's got to be pretty bad because mm-hmm. – it's hard to sit on somebody and, and and keep them beat down in a very winnable game when you just keep giving the other team the ball back. That's been eking me uh, really the last couple of seasons, but this year more than ever with all the changes. Yeah. Well, it's uh, like with Dallas, something that bothers me, Dallas is last in takeaways. All right, they're a minus eight in takeaway differential. The Eagles are a plus four, which is number six in the league. And if we got if we could create turnovers, then I would feel better about it because I think Sam Bradford gives you opportunities. But uh, they just don't create turnovers, man, and it just puts so much pressure on the offense 
that I don't think they can handle. So if they can find a way to to get to Sam Bradford where they can get, you know, Greg Hardy getting forced fumbles, it would really help that offense. But um Yeah, he's know, been playing I, his tail off. He played you know, that yeah. dude uh uh yeah, he, he definitely got my attention. I'm like, damn, you know. Yeah. Uh, with even with all the yeah. off field stuff, he you know, he coming he he plays strong, you know. Yeah. Of course we do too on defense and special teams, but like I say, but that time of possession you know, when you know, I don't care if you go up fourteen nothing on a team, you have like a couple real quick three and outs. I'm talking about like where it ain't even but like forty seconds off the clock clock. I mean, that ain't you know, that ain't good. Yeah, they're gonna chain back that. into I hate it. That. I hate well the that. last three times Dallas played in Philly, they beat Philly. The last two times Philly played in Dallas, they beat Dallas. So is it their turn? That's what we're gonna see. Um, anybody think Dallas has a chance to win? Well, not has a chance. Anybody think Dallas will win? Mm. Don't all speak up at once. No. <laughs> <laughs> man, forget and y'all, man. The only reason why if <laughs> Dallas wins is because Philadelphia going to turn the ball over. because And, and, and it's going to be a short field. Now, yeah, if they turn the say. ball, if they if they turn the ball over on their side of the field, then and, and Dallas got to drive all the way to the other side. You know, Matt Castle just has not proven that he can throw the ball down the field. Is it the is it the scheme? You know, is it you know the offense offensive calls or anything, or is he just fucking scared to throw the damn football? There were a couple of times last week he could. I mean, if he'd have thrown the ball downfield, I think Dallas probably could have won that game. But they didn't because um, you got at least maybe he's threatening to throw the ball downfield. I mean, yeah. he, but, uh, you got you got Dez Bryant and you got Jason Witten. And then he's he holding he, the ball so long. Yeah, he's not getting the ball to either one of them, and they play make yeah. You know, taking they, sacks. They, they can get, you get them I mean, yards. but Brandon Whedon is is averaging seven and a half yards to throw. Matt Castle's only averaging six point two. Brandon Whedon actually has much better numbers than Matt Castle. Um, yeah. Right now, I'm glad y'all don't have John Kitten. I'm scared of John Kitten. John yeah, Kitten used to come out there. He was like Hasselbeck. He just show up and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Matt Castle looked like a deer in headlights. Cause that motherfucker look a lot. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah, it's gonna take yeah. uh, take a little help, you know, for for Dallas to they're gonna have to get some sacks or some forced fumbles or something. Uh, and like I said, Philly will give you opportunities, but I mean, even the interception Dallas has had this year. They'll, I mean, it hit them in the stomach, they'll drop it, or there's a penalty that nullifies the interception. So um, averaging 19 points a game, not going to get it. The defense played well against Seattle last week. But, I mean, just realistically, as a football fan, I don't see them winning this game. But as a Cowboys fan, I would love for them to drop about 70 or 80 points on Philly. But, you know. That ain't going to happen. They ain't going to Philly, though, I think the reason why Philly's going to win because, A, they got more pressure on them than the Cowboys got on them. All right, Cowboys know that, they, you know, even though they've been saying the right things, that, you know, they ain't going to go in this, that, and other, they know that season is pretty much, you know, tanked. But Eagles, you know what I'm saying, they feel like, you know, they could turn this thing around. Then also you got DeMarco Murray who want to go out against the Cowboys and, and do some things, you know. So, you know, they got they got a lot more riding on this game than the Cowboys do, I think. And I think that, for that reason alone, that's are going to pull it off. So. Well, we going to see, in the words of Drake. All right, so, Dr. Willis, the um, New England Patriots will will beat the Washington Redskins on Sunday. It's a matter of what the score is going to be. 
Right now, it's a minus 14, which is ridiculous and embarrassing um, that someone is a minus 14 to beat you as a professional team. The Redskins are 3-4. and four. The Patriots are on their way to 8-0. And, um, and I know I'm saying this being presumptuous, but I just don't see the Redskins out of all teams rising up. Now, of course, you hope that the Patriots don't feel that way uh, to where they're overlooking the Redskins, but, you know, giving somebody like Belichick, you know, he's probably then talked them up to where they probably actually are afraid of the Redskins. And Tom Brady is angry. Uh, so, Dr. Willis, just talk about how many points you think your team going to score on Sunday. Man, to be honest with you, <laughs> and, I, you know, I might be, you know, speaking too soon or something, but I think it might be 45 to 7 type show, I mean, to be honest with you. I mean, it. It may be even worse than that. I mean, I, I really, you know, I don't like to, I don't like to overlook teams or, or you know, talk down on teams and stuff like that. But I don't even think this one is going to be even close. You know, I, I just don't see it. Yeah, if this game is still like within reach by halftime, I'd be surprised. I, I really would be. Um, I just think, I mean, Tom Brady's just been killing it. He's been focused. I mean, he's uh, right now. This dude. I mean, you're talking about a guy that just getting it done in every shape, form, or fashion. Uh, Twenty touchdowns and one interception. You know, and then he had a game where all his receivers dropped the freaking ball a total of what ten times and still freaking put on the show that he put on. I'll tell you, that dude is unreal. You can hate him and love him, but I'm telling you, you gotta admit he he's probably in that talk with the greatest of all time. So that dude is just getting it done. He's upset. He wants to get back to the Super Bowl. That's all he wants to do. That's all he cares about right now is the postseason. And he's just oh, destroying yeah. everyone in his way. So, uh, yeah. I, and then I I need the Redskins to lose anyway. So, I mean, I, I'll, I'll enjoy watching that oh, beat down. You ain't, right. ain't going to worry. You don't have to worry about that. The Redskins go get whooped by 21 points or more. So, that's 21. <laughs> I, I'm thinking more on more of the lines of more. But uh, yeah. it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be seventy six to seven by the end of the game. So <laughs> okay, well, if that happens, y'all think we're gonna see RG three? Yeah, we should at that point. I mean, RG three, he's probably been. Hopefully, he's I been studying so. his craft. Never gonna play him watching again. I don't won't. think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so that he'll play there either. Yeah, the game over there with, with Washington, I doubt if RG three even freaking get off the bench. They probably won't even let him drink out. Who knows? If anything, RG3 is going to be on the sidelines with a towel over his head trying to not let anybody see him laughing at Kirk Cousins getting up off his back from Chandler Jones uh, dropping an elbow on him from the top rope. So, all right, Daddy Rich, I mean, uh, Johnny Manziel is going up against a 7-0 Bengals team in Cincinnati where they absolutely do not lose. Uh, Cincinnati shut out Cleveland the last time they played, thirty to nothing. Uh, can Johnny Manziel pull off the upset, or at least make it close, um, going up against uh, the red hot Cincinnati Bengals? I think so, man. I think I think Cleveland has a a, a pretty good team, man. I, Cleveland's been in every game that they played in this year. Yeah, they've been uh, competitive. You know, I think it's going to be a competitive game, 
I don't. I, I mean, he, I think that he can put them in a position to win the game. Yes, I do. I really do. I think they played better with him than they did uh, McCown. And because it gives them an extra threat, uh, you know, to run the ball. McCown's he's stiff. He's going to be back there. He's a target if mm-hmm. everything breaks. Down. But Manziel, he can get out of the pocket. He can move around, you know. And I think that that gives that's a threat that uh, they aren't they aren't looking for with with Cleveland. I think that opens Cleveland's offense up even more. Okay. So yeah, I, I, mean, tr- I do think they have a chance. Travis Benjamin's been putting on a show. I like Josh McCown. I honestly don't know why they're pulling him. Eleven touchdowns, only four interceptions. I mean, he's not always effective, but he's 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 not bad. He's hurt it, you know. Oh, okay. He has. Yeah, I heard he had some real problems. I didn't know that was the main reason. Or not. Yeah, I but uh, fractured, cracked rib or something. Okay. Well, that'll do it. So, but um. I don't know. Can Manziel put them in a position to win? I'm not sure. Um, I don't think so. Anybody think Cleveland will win this game? Because, in all honesty, I think Cincinnati's going to win easily. Okay. Yeah, I think Cincinnati's going to win this game easily. I think the only position Johnny Manziel might put his team in is um, being on all fours while A.J. Green rapes them across the field. Because I just don't see them being able to – to, yeah. to hang with them in this one. And Giovanni Bernard has been running that ball well, too, along with um, uh, what's-his-face. I can't think of his, the other running back's name right now. Um, damn. I can't think of it either. But, uh, uh, and, and they went in some tough games. Uh, Jeremy, Hill. Jeremy uh, Hill. Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill, right. And uh, this Cincinnati team is, is different, man. They They actually, you know, they they getting battle tested and, and they stuff, feel like they believe they belong. Yeah, right. When they went to right. Seattle and won, that was big for them. And uh, well, not actually, they played in at home, but um, yeah, that they was came big from for behind them. though. They was Beat down. Seattle. They, yeah, they normally yeah. can't come from behind. So and then the game against the Steelers, you know, that was a last minute victory there. So I'm um, in Pittsburgh, so they're they're showing that they're they're legit. So I'm all going right. To so what? You don't see an upset. <laughs> you say you do see an upset? Yeah, I don't even call an upset on this one. Okay, it would definitely be an upset yeah. to me. He, he got he got raked over there by them last year, so I think he he, he gonna play with with chip on his shoulder. He gonna want a little revenge, so I, you know I'm gonna give him benefit of the doubt on this one. I'm not. You might see. You may think he has a chip on his shoulder. I think he's gonna have balls on his chin. Chin, 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 chin. I just don't see it. Bobby, no, I'll be the first one to reach out to him if he does win. But I just don't see it. Hell, I'm a All right, so let's see. Two and five Jaguars travel to play the four and three Jets. It's big for the Jaguars because the AFC. South is horrible, and they're actually still in contention, so they need to try to figure out a way to get over on the Jets. Uh, Does anybody know if Geno or Ryan is going to start? Well, if Geno starts, then Uh, the Jaguars will win. Because I can tell you right now, that bitch bitch might get a damn jaw broke again. So (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so if that motherfucker start, you go ahead and pick, pick the Jaguars in the upset because that motherfucker got a, he, glass, y'all, glass, ass, glass, everything. That motherfucker sucks. I'm with y'all there. <laughs> I mean, you so, know, because of his shoulder, Ryan Fitzpatrick is questionable because he suffered torn ligaments and his non-throwing thumb, so... He got, he got a better chance. If is going to start, then they should they should be pretty good. Yeah, but Gino, if Geno starts, pick Jaguar because I'm telling you that motherfucker his ass will be broke before 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 the end of the first quarter, bitch motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> and the Titans will take their new coach. Um, and they're one and six record and travel down to New Orleans against the Saints. You know, this is a, a game the Saints. They're minus eight. This is a game the Saints will fool around and lose. Now, you know the Saints yep. have been playing well lately, and they should beat the Titans. But this is like a, one of them trap games, man. I think the Saints need to watch out coming off that Tech Bowl like game they had last week. So you well, got a new coach. Probably, they probably too, huh? put too much in that game last week. They may not be able to score no more points because they scored them all last week. So, yes, it could be a trap game, but I would still pick New Orleans in this one. But it probably be closer than what it should be. So, yeah, I think they need to watch out on that one and not sleep on the Titans. And uh, this is um, for a 1 o'clock start. This is definitely the game of the, of, of, of the day, at least the early game. The 6-1 and one Packers travel to the 7-0 and oh Carolina Panthers. And, oh, yeah. and and um, Ray, even though Carolina gave up that lead to Indianapolis and let them get back in the game on Monday, uh, they still found a way to win. Is it possible that Carolina is for real and they can give the Packers their second straight loss? Um, well, Carolina is, is a team that they, you know, they, they winning, but everybody's kind of like, oh, let's wait and see a little bit more. I think that they're going to have um, – it's going to be a, a good game, but I think the Packers is going to bounce back, and they're going to bounce back on them guys with a vengeance. And I think they're going to um, they're going to upset the Panthers. I mean, the Panthers are doing good to a certain extent. They're overachieving. They got a good defense. But I think that shutting down uh, Aaron Rodgers two weeks in a row, I don't think it can happen. I think their coaching staff is too good. I know Aaron Rodgers is too good, and I think they're going to come out firing. And, you know, Norman is doing good back then now, but he's new to this game. And, you know, they can shake his shoulders and do all that Dion stuff all he want, but one Dion, and he's going to find that out Sunday. I mean, I might be wrong, but I think Pitt, I think Green Bay going going to teach him a little something. And anybody think that um, Carolina's going to hold hold um, the home field and uh, take oh, care yeah. of this? Oh yeah, most definitely. I, I most definitely. I, I I don't see Green Bay winning this game. The only reason I say that because they even though they've won games this year, their defense has not held. You know, hadn't held for them. So you know, they're giving up too many. They're giving up way too much yardage, and. Uh, they're really not sure, you know. I mean, they're using Clay Matthews all over the field, which is fine. But the bottom line of it is their defense is just not doing enough. Their secondary still is young, and they, you know, they're getting beat. And uh, with all the injuries that Green Bay has, 
I think with Carolina playing at home, they're going to play inspired. I mean, Cam Newton's playing uh, MVP-type level, and they are finding ways to win. And I, I, I think that they're actually that Carolina's actually going to win by 10 points and, and really put it through Green Bay. It's going to be one of those games where the score is not going to indicate how bad they, they kick Green Bay's ass. And I hate to say it, but I think they're going to get their ass whooped come Sunday by Carolina. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say this. Uh, Carolina, Carolina's been my home for a long time. So, you know, by default, I'm kind of like a fan outside of the Patriots. But uh, right now, I got us to say, the defense is looking good. You got that uh, with Luke Kigley or whatever his name is. Uh, he, he's playing, yeah, he's you know, Mm-hmm. And then Cam, you know, he's feeling, you know, he's feeling confident. He's doing good things right now. He's not losing games, and he's doing a little bit more than just managing games, also. So, um, you know, and then right now with the with the uh, Packers, you know, I don't know what's going on with their receivers or whatever the case may be, but they haven't really been getting open lately. So, you're going up against a defense like Carolina's, that ain't gonna help you none. So, uh, you know, it ain't gonna be just a blowout or nothing like that. I think it's gonna be a one hell of a dog fight. Because, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is still one of the best in the game. So you still got to account for him. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely got to ride with the uh, – I got to ride with the Panthers on this one. And uh, that, that's just mostly probably because, uh, you know, hometown love for Charlotte. But, I, yeah, I'm, I'm riding with the Panthers on this one. Okay. Right. Well, uh, we'll see what happens uh, with that one. But um, I think it'll be a pretty interesting game for a 1 o'clock game, and I look forward to seeing that early game. Um, the Packers are favored by minus minus two and a half, um, and they won the last matchup 38-17 to 17, um, in the regular season last year in Green Bay. All right, so we have Miami 3-4 and four and Buffalo 3-4. and four. Something's got to give. Somebody needs to step up and try to get to an even record and make a push towards a wild card. An interesting game here, the 4-3 and three Rams travel to Minnesota to take on the 5-2 and two Vikings. And Eminem, what I like about this game, man, is um, – I'm sorry, Eminem dropped off. Uh, Ray, what I like about this game is um, you got Ty Gurley going up against Adrian Peterson, you know. Um, Adrian Peterson, I wouldn't call him the pass because it's not like he – He's leaving after a year or anything. He's still the presence very much. But you kind of have like the, you know, the new blood coming in, doing his thing, going up against Adrian Peterson. And I think it will be a pretty good game. Plus, both teams are, are, are pretty much improved this year. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's all – the Rams is all playing solid football. And, of course, you know, everybody's going to keep an eye on the running backs. Like, girl, he's the best I've seen since Adrian Peterson. And um, I think it's going to be an interesting game. You know, I remember what my fantasy league, I traded one of my running backs because I had like like four or five running backs, and everybody just went nuts. Oh, you know, I traded Ty Gurley for Greg Olsen. Nobody knew who Ty Gurley was. That's how Mm -hmm. you guys think more about football. But now Gurley running all over the damn place. And, you know, he's just doing it. And, um, you know, it should be an interesting game. But I think the Rams are going to take it. Yeah, I think the Rams' defense is a lot better than the Vikings. And um, Ty Gurley and Adrian Peterson are the only players in NFL history 
with four 100-yard rushing games in their first five career games. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool. Uh, and the only running back who had more yards rushing in his first five games than those two was Eric Dickerson. But um, I like watching Gurley play, man. A lot of folks want to compare him to Eric Dickerson with the way he runs. He reminds me of Gale Sayers. If you watch some of those old Gale Sayers clips, that's who I think he runs like. Um, but I look forward to seeing both of those guys on Sunday, and it should be an interesting game. And like I said, both teams are pretty good. So the 6-2 and two Falcons go to San Francisco to take on the 2-6 and six 49ers, led by Blaine Gabbert. Okay. Uh, I know, right? Daddy Rich, there's no way the 49ers are expecting to win another game if they're trying out Blaine Gabbert right now. Man, man, man. Blaine Gabbert is going to throw four interceptions. Maybe more. He <laughs> is. That dude right there is just, man, man, man. I, I don't know what to say. I want to put him on my fantasy team so I can see how many interceptions he can throw. Man. But I, that'd be rich. I'd probably make 10, 10 grand. Easy. There's no damn way there you're right, Q. Not now another game. Not now nothing. Now nothing. Yeah. And, and, and Atlanta's the type of team that, you know, they already had the little trap game and Tampa Bay got them. Right. I don't see them being tripped twice in a row, even against Blaine Gabbert. Uh, what do you do with Colin Kaepernick, Dr. Willis? I, I mean – He's going to ride the bench. He, he's going through an RG3 moment right now. What What do you do with him? I'll be honest with you. I would probably um, I'll probably shop him. I mean, there's some teams out there right now that need a quarterback. I don't think that he's, you know, really done like most people are saying right now. I mean, he's not he's not performing out there, but that's just probably because of the team chemistry, because he won out or whatever. It could be a number of reasons. Uh, I think right now that they probably could get a really good deal for him. And uh, I would probably just stop him around. I want to know who would want him. Oh, I mean, Buffalo, uh, the Buffalo don't need another running quarterback. There are some teams out there that, that are going to the QB position, and I think they would take a chance on them. Ooh, the Rams already playing for that first pick in the draft. I mean, Miami 49. Well, <laughs> uh, right now, I mean, Brian Hoyer played pretty well with Houston. Um but, yeah, um, Houston is not that great. One of us could probably get a tryout with the Texans right about now. But uh, I don't know, man. I just – I mean, he's getting his money. So, I, I mean, he's still in the end going to be good. But that's also embarrassing when someone says, you know what, we're going to let Blaine Gabbert play. I mean, <laughs> can you imagine hearing that on Monday morning? They come in and say, we're going to let Blaine Gabbert play. I mean – that's when everybody in the locker room like, ooh, man, you know why? You know, like, that's, that's low. That's low. What the fuck? You know, that's hard. What the fuck? That's like talking about that mama. My big Kaepernick looked at him and said, man, are you high? What, I mean, what, right. <laughs> what the hell are you smoking? Right. <laughs> this ain't this ain't April Fool's. Yeah, no, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's like, think about it, though, man. If somebody, you're a professional quarterback. You've been to the Super Bowl. You're making 20 a year, whatever he's making. Somebody can come up to you and say, you know what, man? You know, your mama's so ugly, she got a top for the dog to play with her. Oh, yeah, well, Blaine Gabbard started ahead of you. Oh, man, that's cold. That's cold, man. Why, you know what I'm saying? That's worse. Anything anybody can say about your mama. Blaine Gabbard started ahead of you. 
ask you this. How is Blaine Gabbert still in the damn league? And how is Matt Sims on a practice team? Look, Matt Sims played here at UT. That's something that's never – he played one game. He was so damn terrible. They had to take him out. They didn't have no choice. I don't understand this. And Vince Young can't get a call, and they got Hoy over there in Houston. Hell, Vince Young could do a hell of a lot better than any one of them guys. They threw they no. Vince, they threw. He's done, man. That son of a bitch so sorry. That son of a bitch cry on the sideline like damn Cordell Stewart. He a bitch, too, so I mean, no, nah, he can't know, do anything. He, he had that situation. And, and see, people people sit there and they hold it over. But you look at all these white quarterbacks that are terrible. He's better than Blaine Gabbert. He's better than Blaine Gabbert, period. Yeah, I doubt yeah, he's, better, he's better than he, Blaine Gabbert. Yes, he has been to playoffs. So we can't. We got to look at it realistically. No matter whether you like him or you don't, he's better than half of these, these quarterbacks that are still in mean, benches. Blaine Gabbert has played, um, you know, he's been in the league, you know, four years now. Um, his record is 5-22. and 22. He has a 53% completion percentage. Uh, 23 touchdowns, but 24 interceptions. Uh, and he's been sacked 74 times. His QB rating is, uh, like, what, a 20? Well, it was his first year. But, uh, yeah, so this is a guy that actually, you know, played in three games and finished with a QBR of four. So, <laughs> you know, he's he's not great. He's not great. Um, but when you look at Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, this dude this season, um, you got to do better than 1,600 yards in eight games. That's 200 yards a game. Six touchdowns and five interceptions. You know, and you've been sacked 28 times. That's a lot for somebody that's supposed to be athletic. 28 he times. Is He's Vince Young all over again, but nobody sees it. They got the same style of play. Look at them. They throw the same. They, you know what? They can go to the same TGI Friday together because both of them are going to be without a job. <laughs> he will find somewhere to stay in that pocket <laughs> to throw that football. Yeah. They can both go to the same TGI Friday together. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they won't win another game. So, All right. Hell no. The Giants four and four take on the three and four Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa, and the Giants are minus two and a half on this one. Ray, I mean, I think if Jameis Winston can do his thing, man, and and get any type of running game support, they can beat the Giants. Well, you know, I think the Giants is the best team in the NFC East, but um, Tampa Bay is coming along, man. Um, Jameis Winston is is playing lights out. I mean, I, I know that he's not blowing them away with the numbers, but just the throws that he's making, some of the decisions that he's making, he's putting them in a position to win, man. They should have beat the Bills. Uh, was that the Bills they was playing that they gave up that big lead? But it wasn't his fault, man. He's he really standing there like the quarterback making decisions like mm-hmm. the quarterback is supposed to. So if they do all that and keep everything together, yeah, they definitely have a chance. I don't think they will win the game because, you know, the Giants are losing some tough games. But when you look at the Giants' record, you say, well, who actually whooped them? They lost games, so who whooped them? They threw away two or three of them. So 
Yeah. It's going to be an uphill battle for them, but I think Tampa Bay is up for the task. I mean, everybody's following James now. So that's a game that I would probably probably watch that game over, over uh, the Green Bay Carolina game. So okay. we'll see. All right. Well, we'll see what um, Eli can do in a repeat performance. If he can put up some more crazy yards, more Tech Mobile numbers. All right. The Broncos, 7-0, and traveled to Indy against the 3-5 and Colts. And Dr. Willis, I guess the last thing you want to do if you're the Colts coming off that, well, Dr. Willis dropped off. Uh, Daddy Rich, I guess the last thing you want as a Colt coming off that Sour sour loss on Monday night against Carolina is to see Peyton coming back to town after he's had a good game under his belt. Boy, oh boy, Andy, Andy, Andy wants to put it to you. He wants to stick you, and 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 uh, you got luck playing like RG three, but all the sports announcers are not going to say that. No, oh, he's just too rough time. He's hurt. You know? Yeah, yeah, he's right. They showed off ace in it. Because if not, he injured, they didn't put it on the report. So they break nope. it in NFL rules. They show no fans saying that. That's nope. right. He's not hurt. He's just having a terrible, a terrible year, and it's just not working out for him. And that's just what it is. But nobody, they're not gonna say that like they threw a RG three under the bus and, and and just said him, oh, he he's just not what he used to be. Hell, well, look at the line that he had. Give him a chance. Get him the hell out of there. Luck has got the same situation going on here, but nobody's going to say nothing. They, Peyton Manning is about to get his little groove back. I can see that coming. Uh, the last game, because he was kind of stroking a little bit. But once he gets his groove back, it's over, and he's liable to get his groove back there against them uh, just because he wants to get his groove back there against them. Yeah, anyway, that's, he wants to be perfect against them. Oh, yeah, they're liable to beat them pretty bad. And then for the for the Colts to fire the offensive coordinator as a scapegoat, the offensive coordinator they act like he's a problem. Well, he wasn't a problem when Matt Hasselbeck was out there, and they won two games. Thank you, thank you. Because they would have put Matt, Matt Hasselbeck in that game um, in the second quarter uh, on Monday. They would have beaten Carolina the way Carolina play, you know played down the stretch. Yep, yep. Nobody's looking at that though. Q Hasselbeck took the same player. The same players in one game, and it mm-hmm. looked like a whole different team, a whole different offense. But then you bring Luck back, and they struggle. Why? <laughs> yep. All right, so we'll see. I think Denver's going to go to 8-0, especially with that defense. Man, that defense yeah. shut down Green Bay. I don't, I, I don't know, y'all. I don't think Manning will look yet heavy. Um. Let's see. Last year, and Luck won in the playoffs. Um, in the regular season, Denver won last year, last September, thirty-one twenty-four. Um, Two thousand thirteen, Indy won at Indy. So it looks like Andrew Luck is two and one against Peyton. Where is it at? Now it's got to be more than that because the first time they played. We thought he was going to do something going to Indy, and he got his ass shellacked up there. Let's see. Well, it's, the let's see. In, 2000, in 
in 2010, let's see what Peyton was in Indy in 2010. I showed they they play once a year for the last three years. It was 2013, um, and Indianapolis beat Denver at home 39 to 33. Um, Andrew Luck. 21 of 38, three touchdowns, and Peyton threw for 386 and three touchdowns. Then in 2014, Denver won in Denver, 31-24. And then in the playoffs, Indy won 24-13. Those are the only three I show. So, but yeah, um, it's only been three three games. But is it in Indy or is it in Denver? It's in Indy. So he yeah he's going back to Indianapolis and I mean he wants to piss all over Lucas Oil Stadium and I just but think Ray the defense is going to even if he tries to Ray, do too much the defense is still too good. Ray has a point though. Uh, that's 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 a game that could be a trap, and the reason being is because Indy's got a lot of BS going on, and you know the coach the whole situation down there he's getting codwelled. You know, he doesn't know what's next for him. Uh, you know, the owner and his crap. They got a lot of stuff. Andrew Luck, he's not doing too well. He's not looking good. But I think that they, they've they got a determination now. They they have to win. They're in the corner. That's what I'm trying to say. They're, they're in the corner. The whole situation, everybody involved there is in the corner. So the only thing they can do is win. And this could be a trap game for Denver. If they, they let up and, and lax a little bit, they could see themselves in trouble. Because one thing about in, Indianapolis is they're gritty. You know, all the games that they lost, they've been in, just like uh, Cleveland. They're scrappy, they're gritty, and they, they find a way to stay in the game somehow. Because their defense is suspect, but for some damn reason, they they show up late. You know, and... and uh. It's just, just, it's, it's that game's gonna be a, it could be a trap game. So just watch out. But I do think that Peyton's gonna be wanting to do a lot. And sometimes yeah. when Peyton has to overdo stuff, he does, he does, he overdoes and doesn't it, do well. If he gives Indy a short field, then Indy will make it interesting. Um, but if if they just play a regular game and Andrew Luck has to drive eight yards, you know, for the average drive against that defense, I don't think it's gonna turn out well. So, but I will be watching this game. It is going to be an interesting game, and um, not mistaken, that's the night game, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, that's the night game. I know I'm not. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's the afternoon game. The Cowboys Eagles in the night game. All right. So Monday night you have the two and five Chicago Bears against the two and six San Diego Superchargers. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I mean, the Chargers are minus four. Um, I have no interest in this game. I mean, I just think that um, both teams, you know, definitely need to win. Um, but I have no interest in this game. So we'll move on to the who am I's. All right. I have five of them for you. Who I mean is. Right. Huh? Okay. I am oh, a six foot two, two hundred and twenty five pound wide receiver that turns twenty seven years old today. Drafted in the first round in two thousand and ten by the Dallas Cowboys out of Oklahoma State. Right. 
Des Bryant. I am a six foot two, two hundred and eight pound wide receiver. Turns twenty nine years old today. Drafted in the same draft, two thousand ten, in the third round by the Carolina Panthers out of LSU. I now play with the New England Patriots. Who am I? Uh, Riddell. Uh, 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 Brandon Lavelle. Lavelle, the 19th, yep. the receiver. Number 19, Brandon Lavelle. I am a six foot two, 325-pound nose tackle that turns 34 years old today. Drafted in the first round in 2004 by the New England Patriots out of the U. Vince Wilfork. Vince Lamar Wilfork. I am a five foot ten, 185-pound wide receiver. Turns 33 years old today. Drafted in the second round of 2006 by the Chicago Bears out of the U. Brandon Mark. No, uh, the return guy. Uh, oh, Devin, Devin Hester. Devin, Devin yeah. Hester, three-time first-team All-Pro. Last one. I am a six foot seven, three hundred and twenty-five pound tackle that turns forty years old today. Drafted in the first round, number one overall in nineteen ninety-seven by the St. Louis Rams out of Ohio State University. Orlando Orlando Pace. Orlando Lamar Pace. All right, good job on that, y'all. Knock those out. And um. Other news, Anheuser-Busch and the NFL extended their partnership until 2022, $250 million a year to advertise with the NFL, $1.5 billion. Boy, I tell you, the NFL just keep printing money. Uh, let's see. You know, they had the playoff rankings in college yesterday, which I really don't care about. Um, but Clemson, LSU, one. A lot of folks are upset that Alabama made it in with one loss, but I mean, they can do that because they know Alabama plays LSU the weekend, so they know it's going to kind of weed itself out. So I honestly think they make these type of picks just to get people talking about it um, when they know that they don't have to make a decision on it somewhere down the line. Now, as far as this weekend's game with uh, LSU and Alabama's, which is going to be on CBS Saturday night at 8 o'clock Eastern. Um, LSU travels to Tuscaloosa, y'all. Who thinks LSU is going to do the thing down there? I think they got them. Hey, LSU got a chance. As long as they got Walter Peterson running the ball, anything possible. Okay, okay. I, um, I think LSU is definitely good enough to win. Going to Alabama, man, it's just something about going there, man. It just make you feel like you ain't gonna win. But um, I'm gonna go with LSU. I think they this year they have enough offense to get it done. So I'm gonna go with LSU to win this game. But and we have some we have some pretty good top twenty five matchups this week. Now Florida State number sixteen travels to number one Clemson. That's gonna be a nice game. You know, Clemson is going to get a pretty good test from them. You know, you have (laughs) – you got number eight, TCU, going to number 14, Oklahoma State. 
So that'll be pretty good. Oklahoma State got tested last week. Um, and I think that's all of the top 25 matchups right there. Did Oklahoma State come back and win that game last week? Yes, they did. Um, yeah, yeah, they came back and won by, what, two sounds, I think. And my homeboy, little boy, uh, McCluskey, uh, got a touchdown on one of the – and then pitched the ball for the winning touchdown. He yeah. Oh, yeah, they came back. They won seventy to fifty-three. Damn! Uh, they scored oh, they twenty-eight points in the fourth right. quarter. Yeah, they scored twenty-eight points in the fourth quarter, and um, at one time, I think Texas Tech. What was the score? I know Texas Tech had them like twenty-four to fourteen, and then it was thirty-one twenty-one, and then um, I think they just came back and they just dumped them down the stretch. They they couldn't stop them. Um, both teams threw for almost 500 yards. And both, I mean, they were over 1,000 yards of offense, so uh, 1,200 yards of offense, actually. So it was a pretty good game. I was watching that when I was watching Michigan and Michigan and Minnesota and watching Notre Dame and Temple, which Temple showed me something, man. You know, Temple's always been a basketball school, but they played Notre Dame pretty tough last week. They really did, so... Um, bad news in boxing. Andre Ward has pulled out of his fight on November 21st. He's supposed to be in the undercard, I think, for um, the Cotto and Canelo fight. But um, he pulled out of the fight because of inflammation in his right knee. So he has a three-fight contract with HBO that he just signed. And, um, you know, I guess he's going to be back in sometime in 2016. But... I was really looking forward to seeing him fight on that undercard. So, won't be seeing any Andre Ward on November the 21st. Um, anybody else have anything going on right now? Hello? Yeah. Oh, I was starting to think I was about to say, everybody go? No, we are here. And, uh... Yeah, and um, well, I mean, you know, um, everyone's talking about the Chargers moving to L.A. I've heard about Oakland moving to L.A. I've heard about St. Louis moving to L.A. It looks like all three teams want to move, and they're going to present their plans on November the 11th to Roger Goodell. So all three teams are looking to move. I think L.A. is big enough to hold two teams, but that probably won't happen. Um, the Cowboys get rid of um, Joseph Randall. And, I mean, you know, when you think about it, you don't re-sign DeMarco Murray, you take a chance on this guy, and then you let him go because, you know, he's facing another suspension. He had a situation in Kansas where, um, like, there's some domestic abuse thing that could be hanging over his head, as well as um, a gun being involved. And um, I don't know the details. We don't know what's true and what's not, but Dallas knows enough to let him go since he's probably going to get suspended. I mean, these kids are just stupid from the beginning. You know, you're a fifth-round pick, and you get a chance running behind the best offensive line in football, if not ever. And then, you know, when they take the starting job away from you, you leave the facility and you start pouting and acting crazy. You ain't one of these guys, you ain't Jamal Charles or nobody that can afford to do this, or Marshawn Lynch or somebody who can afford to do this. You're a fifth-round pick. 
then the stuff off the field. These guys got to learn. Hardest times are out here, and you got a five six hundred thousand dollar year job, and you're gonna go and jeopardize all of that. Johnny Manziel too, getting into it with some chick. Okay, if you have any chick that's gonna call the police on you, you don't need it in the first place. You got one time to call the cops. Now, these guys getting in arguments with their baby mama and stuff like that. That's right. Get them, get them, get them off the football team. Don't let them embarrass your organization. Nobody picked his ass up on waivers last year. He left the store without paying for underwear or something foolish like yeah, that. And cologne, First of all, yeah. you got that kind of money. Hell, I got fifty pair of new underwear, and I ain't making that kind of money. So he's supposed to have some underwear. Come on, we hmm. talking about underwear. We not talking about nothing expensive. So. You know, just all kind of dumb shit like that. And we tired of people with an opportunity like he got, making the the NFL look bad, making his people look bad as black folks and everything else. Get his ass out of there. Let him go work at the store he took them damn underwear from. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I, I'm going to give him another opportunity, man. These guys need to... Um understand what they're doing here and realize that he's had chance after chance after chance. And it just got to the point that, uh, you know, it was too much. And Jerry Jones had to cut cut bait. You know, it doesn't make him look good at all. But uh, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And if he's getting suspended, he definitely ain't doing you any good. So they brought in a guy, I'm a rookie out of Ohio State, Rod Smith, uh, six foot three, two hundred and six pounds. And I think they got another guy by the name of, I want to say his name is Trey Williams, a little scat back, kind of like uh, Lance Dunbar. So um, we'll we'll see what happens, you know. And uh, Oh, I want to bring this up real quick, too, though. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard, but Tennessee may be interested in Chip Kelly. What they thinking is they got rid of Wizard Hunt and they're going to try to bring Chip Kelly in next year. For Mariota. Comp- compensation and stuff like that is going to have to be discussed and that'll put him right with Mariota where he wants to be. So we're going to see how that's going to turn out. But right now, it's, it's, it's in the air. So that's something to think about. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, um, I mean, no one's mentioning Ray Rice, man. Everyone really got afraid to touch Ray Rice? Wouldn't well, you the owner? I don't know, man. No, I, I, mean, I, I think it's going to die down. It's just that, you know, everybody making the, the big deal out of the video and, you know, the visual was, you know, Yeah, I was, bad, I was signed up to it. You know, a one-year deal, like instead of laying a sum, and then I'd have my PR people make them give a really nice speech and donate money and and play football, man, I guess. I mean, I just I just think that I mean, you got to get past it at some point. I mean, he shouldn't be the face right of domestic it. abuse. No, I don't think he played it right in the first place. No. Nah. Because one thing we should have had was a great supporting cast. And he didn't have that. Ray Rice always gave to the community. He always volunteered his time. He always gave to a lot of organizations. 
See, when this type of bullshit starts, you have to bring people in who can talk for you, and people cannot deny what you have done. To let your wife stay silent and let the process play itself out and everything else. See, what people don't understand and what a lot of people don't want to hear, you know, once these the now group get on you and stuff like that, and it, it can get bad. But at the same time, you have to explain what domestic abuse is. A lot of people want to talk about abuse. Abuse to me is continuous beating or touching. Somebody only hits you one time in their life, they're not an abuser. That's the situation that got out of hand, and it's a difference. Now, everybody use him to, to further their cause because he's a, a, a famous face, so they take and rip your career apart because he swung one punch. But at the same time, an abuser is a guy who is a constant beater, not just somebody who hit somebody one time. I don't believe that. And he didn't have enough people talk up for him, and now he's in a bad situation. Uh, He's definitely in a bad situation. Uh, I just don't think he should – I mean, like I said, I didn't have a problem with the two-game suspension or anything, what they had initially. I just don't think they should have made him the face of domestic violence. Um, There there have been a lot more worse situations – out there than what he did, and it's not to minimize, minimize, not to make light or make smaller of of what he did, but I just think that um, it didn't have to come to every to all of this, and that someone should go ahead and give him an opportunity to play. The man apologized. He said, you know, he was gonna, he was willing to do his two games, and you know, I feel like the NFL did him wrong, and a lot of folks don't like to hear that. But if you're looking at it, you know, objectively, the NFL did him wrong. You know, it was a case of double jeopardy, and Roger Goodell has no shame. And uh, the man should have never had to essentially lose his job behind what was, you know, just, um, I guess, a a poor decision. So um, I feel like that Mm. someone should give him an opportunity um, because he can still probably help a team. And another thing that's bad about the situation is we're not mad at the police. We're not mad at the court system. These people say that he shouldn't be in jail, and they did not uh, convict him of anything. We're not mad about that. We want to take his career away and everything else. When people say a woman is beat every 10 seconds or whatever statistic is, we're not going after the, the banker. We're not going after the guy that work at the Pizza Hut or the guy that work at Walmart. We're going after the big name guy. Somebody else is beating these women beside the football players. So mm-hmm. we address everybody, not just, you know, so, something that happened from an NFL guy. You know, it's too much politics in this. That's why it can never get fixed and never get straightened out. You know, and it's un- unfortunate for him, but he's not really out of nothing but this year's salary because Baltimore had to play him last year because what they did was illegal. So he got his money from that, but, you know, I would like to see him get another opportunity in the league because, you know, basically he had done everything right up until that point. And, mm-hmm. you know, 
if you let Greg Hardy back in, Greg Hardy ain't nobody even talking about it. And he slammed the chick down on the bed of guns and threatened the wife. You see what I'm saying? Hey, this is all reported facts. You know, we weren't there, but that's what the facts were reported as. Yeah. But nobody's talking about that. But you're going to say, oh, the guy hit him. No, we can't let him back in. What kind of stuff is that? Let that guy do his job. And next thing is the girl married him after the fact. So if she ain't worried about it, the police ain't worried about it, the courts ain't worried about it, who are you to worry about it? Okay. Yeah. I think All he right. deserves a chance. He does deserve a second chance, man. And and you're right, man. They've been they've come down too hard. He did his time. You know. He did More his, than his time. time. Exactly. Let him on back in. You know what I'm saying? His wife is, is cool. You ain't heard nothing else from it. You know what I'm saying? You would think if it was something that was constant and happening a lot that by this long, something else would have been come up, especially after what really happened. So, you know, I feel like that the man, the man served his time, and I think that him and his wife were trying to take care of their life, and I think that he needs to let him work, man. You're right, Ray. Let the man work. Okay. All right. Well, let me go ahead and get ready to wrap things up. Um, another big weekend of football. We're at the halfway point. And uh, week eight, get close to Thanksgiving and things all downhill from there, man. I mean, it's like you you spend so much time waiting on football to get here, and it's like it just flies by. And so uh, college football is getting a lot more interesting. And the pros are always interesting, so we'll see what happens with some of these um, races in the NFL as far as um, who's in the lead for different statistics. Uh, like, you know, you would have never got me to believe Devontae Freeman would be leading the league in rushing right now. This is a guy who wasn't even supposed to start for Atlanta, and he's leading the league in rushing. And we got a couple surprises um, throughout the stats, you know, when you go back and look at them. But um, it's kind of cool seeing some young guys come up, though, and establish themselves in the NFL. So, all right. Um, I don't have anything on the NBA. Anybody got anything on the NBA they want to mention? No? Yeah, uh, Golden State and the Clippers right now are in a, in a battle. It looks like they the had Clippers. any fights? No, not yet. <laughs> Clippers are up by score? Uh, eighty nine, eighty seven in the fourth. Okay, all right. I got time to watch that before I, I go to bed. Then, and so I'll check them out. All right, fellas, we'll do this again next week. Um, on yeah, on Tuesday of next week, break down what we saw. We'll see if the Raiders can handle the Steelers, or we'll see if the Eagles can handle the Cowboys. And we'll come chop it up come Tuesday. So I appreciate you all joining Zone Coverage on T2Q. Everyone go to TalkToQ.com to get more show information on upcoming shows, where you can find me on Twitter, Facebook. All of that stuff is there at TalkToQ.com. You fellas have a good night. Peace out. I'll catch you next week. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? We got something to prove tonight, and we start the whole circle thing off. Help me, anything move, we 